Blog Talk Radio. Hey. So, you on this joint by yourself? Yeah. Hello? Good e- yeah, what up, man? Good evening. Yeah, I said I got... Sorry, go ahead. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only. We have a few rules, and they are absolutely no profanity, no politics, and no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race neutral so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, this ain't Bible study. Tonight's topic, fun. Fun. My name is Rodney, and I'll be your host, along with my co-hosts, Tony and Darren. If you do have something to say, please feel free to do so, or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. But please find your mute button right now and kindly put your phone on mute. All right, let's get started. Growing up, I had a lot of fun. I was involved in all kinds of sports, from football, basketball, baseball, all kinds of activities, Boy Scouts, family activities, family vacation. And on occasion, I had big birthday party blowouts, the whole nine. But what about your childhood? Do you remember your childhood being fun or not so fun? Yeah, mine was a blast. Mine was a blast. Growing up in New York, it was Anybody. It's kind of crazy because, you know, it's a big city, so there's a lot that you can get into. And it's funny that you say that because I was thinking about this early today. I didn't have a curfew growing up. You know, living in New York, not having a curfew was big. I mean, I definitely had a good time. I wouldn't trade those those memories for anything. Hello? I'll repeat the question. Growing up, I had a lot of fun. I was involved in all kinds of sports, from football basketball, baseball, all kinds of activities, Boy Scouts, family activities, family vacations, and on occasion I had big birthday party blowouts, the whole nine. But what about your childhood? Do you remember your childhood being fun or not so fun? What about your childhood? Do you remember your childhood being fun or not so fun. I just I just explained how fun my childhood was. But what about yours? Yeah, mine, mine was work. That's all I remember. I remember this just being a lot of work. What do you mean by that? It just um, just work as far as you know, cut the grass, uh, go make some money, you know. For yourself to, because your school clothes, you need need to be paid for your school clothes. You need to, you know, uh, do a lot of the things for yourself. You know, so the fun that I had, I created my my own fun, and 
you know, I made fun out of making money. And uh, being an entrepreneur at 13 years old, I decided to make my own fun as far as uh, venturing to things that I wasn't supposed to get into, which was which turned out to be fun to me. But later on, I got in trouble. <laughs> So you were so you were a little uh, entrepreneur in your younger day, right? I was you know thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Cause no, you know no no one else was was going to give you anything. You know, parents didn't have money; they just had enough money to pay the bills. My mom just got remarried, so that dude didn't really like us. I mean, my stepdad. I don't think that we really liked him. And but you know, it was a. Uh, it was different, you know. When I when I found this stash of, when it, when I found this stash of porno tapes, I was like, okay, I can rent these. So I started renting them out, you know. Started putting them in rotation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, I had a nice little setup going until I got caught like a year or two later. But other than that, you know, that was that was my fun. How much did you rent them out for? Um, what it, what it, it had three movies on one tape, you know, the old VHS tapes. So it was three yep. movies on one of them. And he had them broke down into Spanish, white, black, and other, like Asian. So uh, I guess the popular person back then was Vanessa Del Rio, So, uh, and that was the Spanish section. So I rent three of them out at a time, and um, and I had this dude, uh, I don't want to say his name because he, he played professional football, um, but he was one of my guys that that I got to deliver the tapes back from. He he was the collector. And this other, it was two dudes. It was him and another dude. And they were both on a varsity football team. Now the deal was, I'd take it to the person who wants to rent for $20. And then the, for one day, and they bring it back to one of these two guys. And one of those two guys get to see it for free. And then they got to give it back to me. Uh, they got to give it back to me you know, the the third day so I can put it back in my dad's drawer so he wouldn't find anything about it because he had crates full. So, you know, that was the deal. You know, every third day I got to put them back and get, um, you know, rotate them out. Um, so Vanessa Del Rio was pretty popular in my dad's, you know, for my dad's friends too. So when he went to go look for it one day, it wasn't there. <laughs> and that's how you got caught? <laughs> that's, that's how I got caught. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah that was that was that was uh it was it was fun because I was making money you know I saved up about um I saved up around I think I think I stopped counting at $4500 wow wow and that was after that was after a year and a half two years that was after a year and a half two years and then I got caught you know, so and you I, my, on, what were you planning on money, doing with the money? Just making it. I mean, I wasn't a drug dealer, you know, because I seen them, you know, they got into a lot more trouble. And I didn't think, you know, and, and selling candy, that money was too slow. So, you know, you either selling drugs, selling candy, or, you or know, selling I, I porno know tapes. What, <laughs> or renting porno know, that tapes. <laughs> <laughs> That was my new one, you know, and they and I got I got paid for it, but you know, I was cutting grass as front money so they couldn't question, you know, um they couldn't question where do I get so much money? Cuz I just say oh, I just cut grass all day. 
and I and I would go over to my friend's house and take my llama over to my friend's house and, you know, play over there all day. And then, and then when I come back, I'll just have stacks of money. And he was like, man, you made a lot of money cutting grass. Yeah, I got some clients. Cut over here, cut over there, cut over there. So they believed it. And it was a believable story. So you had you basically had uh, how many employees, two employees for this operation? Uh, yeah, two guys that um, that helped me um, get the tapes back because I wasn't a big dude. I'm not a big dude still, but, I, you know, two intimidating dudes, you know, I'll get those two guys. And, um, they, you know, they just helped me out. They just, I mean, they, 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 what they got out of the deal, if they didn't bring it back to one of those two guys, then now those two guys can say, okay, you messed up, you messing with my day, so now you got to bring, instead of $20, you got to bring $40 tomorrow with the tape because I had to get the tape no matter what the second day so I can turn it back in or the third day so I can turn it back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know. But you know that that was uh, that was by fun, and then my and I hid the money in old coat pockets that was hung in my closet, you know uh, that you know my mom's old coats that she didn't use anymore, especially in the summertime she didn't go in there looking for no coats, so I was like okay well you know I put them in here so I so when she found out what I was doing she asked me to you know where's all the money at, and I just gave her like a thousand dollars, but that wasn't all of it. No, 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 no. That wasn't all. That it was near all of it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Good words. I gotta, I gotta ask, and I gotta ask somebody else. You know, because I, I explained my childhood. Darren explained his childhood about how it was fun. But what about your childhood? Do you remember your childhood as uh, being fun or not so fun? I remember my childhood being a lot of fun. Y'all can hear me. Yeah, we can. Um, yeah, growing up in New York was a blast. Um, the only time when my childhood wasn't fun was when my parents shipped me off to North Carolina for the summer, and I had to cut the grass in the heat. We walked <laughs> everywhere we went. We walked everywhere we went, North Carolina, man. It was horrible. Um, but other than that, man, you know, we had a lot of fun growing up in New York. And, um, you know, we didn't have a curfew. So we could hang out as late as we wanted. When I say we, me, my cousin, you know, most of my boys, we all grew up in an apartment building in midtown Manhattan. So it was, you know, going to nightclubs, going to parties, going to the park, whatever you want to do, as, as long as you want to do it, you know, it was it was a blast growing up there. Mm-hmm. And y'all didn't have any grass to cut up there, huh? Well, no, no, because nobody cut grass in Central Park. So, you know, <laughs> we go we go play and come back home. <laughs> Got you. Good words. Well, my wife and I have a lot of fun um, with our three kids. And we go to the park, we go bike riding. We take a family vacation each year. And... Even though we work hard, my kids would tell you that we also have a lot of fun. Work hard, play hard is my philosophy. But if I rolled up on your kids, if I asked your kids, would they say that their childhood is fun if they're still in their childhood or if they're in adults with they, or if they're adults right now? 
would they say that their childhood was fun? Your kids. Yeah, my Go ahead, bro. No, I was saying mine would definitely tell you it was fun. They got over on me big time. <laughs> Somebody else was trying to speak? No, I was asking you to repeat the question. Oh, yeah. I said if I if I ro- if I rolled up on your kids, would they tell me that their childhood is fun? Or if they're adults now, would they tell me that their childhood was fun? Uh, well, I don't think my kids would say their childhood was fun because, every, I mean, the things that we did for them, they always, I believe they felt uh, the need to complain about it to satisfy their biological mom's need to feel um, loved, I would say, or or not betrayed. Okay, like, for example, we took them to, like, cruises on their spring break, and they were like, you know, they had fun, but then when they when they told their mom about it, it was like, uh, well, mom said that, you know, um, we, you, we shouldn't have, because I had to take them out of school, not during their spring break, but um, during the time, like a week before their spring break. So uh, I, I had to take them out of school because it was a family reunion um, on a cruise, but it was during majority of the family's spring break. So theirs was like a week or two before the kids up here. So when I did that, their mom was like, I can't believe your dad is so stuck on and strong on education that he would take you guys out of school. And they were like, wow, yeah, we did miss a lot, and we had to come back and make up a lot of work. So <laughs> they would just complain about it, you know. So it just kind of upset me a little bit because I spent so much money and, you know, put so much into it and then, you know, take them to Florida and they was complaining about how hot it was and why can't we go when it's cool. And I was like, you know what, all right, that's it. So I just stopped spending, you know, spending money like that to try to please kids or, you know, because I, I, I go to Disney World because I want to go. I, I go to Magic Kingdom because I want to go. Animal Kingdom, I, I, I went because, you know, I wanted to go. But, you know, I took them too, but they just found this reason to complain all the time. So, you know, and I was like, if you just want to satisfy your mom, you know, to make her not feel so bad because she was like, I want to go, or, you know, your dad didn't do that when we were married, you know, stuff like that. Then you know I'm like, look, if, if y'all gonna live like that, then okay, y'all, we ain't going nowhere. Me and Mama go. How about that? <laughs> so you leave them? You leave them behind and go to Disney World, or? No, I don't leave them. I don't. I didn't. I never leave, left them. But I'm just saying, like now, if we go, was to go to the movies, it'd just be me and my wife. Gotcha. And then I'll let them. I'll let them go with their friends or whatever. Whatever they see as fit as fun, you know. Just for building teenagers, that's all. <laughs> good words, good words. Does anybody else have kids? Yeah, I got three three kids. I got a little baby and two 11-year-olds. You got twins? No, nah, um, me and my wife have been dating for almost 10 years, 
And um, when uh, she, when we started dating, she had a two-year-old son, and I had a two-year-old daughter. Oh, okay, that's interesting. And what what would your kids say? What would your I know your two-year-old baby just probably you know not even in the fun and stuff. But what would your eleven-year-old say? Would they say that their childhood is fun or not so fun? Um, in the house, I think we have a whole lot of fun. Uh, I don't know what they would say. Like, I don't, we're not traveling around the world and stuff like that, so I don't know what they would say. They, um, I have a, a real big family, and um, they they get to see their cousins and stuff at least once a year. So I think they would say uh, they do. I know in the in the house, um, I like to have fun with my kids. I play with them a lot. Like me and my son, we're he's like he's my. He's my friend. That's my, like, he really is my friend. Me and him are, um, he knows I'm the father, and, and pretty much unless he's, like, being disrespectful or something like that, which he doesn't really do hardly at all. Other than that, we're not really serious about about much of anything. We're just joking around, having fun with each other. And then my daughter is the same way. She doesn't live with me full time, but, but when she's around, we're, we're just having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Good words. Darren, you spoke of a cruise, and um, I'll say that my all-time most fun vacation was Bermuda. Uh, We went on a cruise to Bermuda, and it was just the wife and I. Uh, We went for our 10-year anniversary. And for our family, you also spoke of Disney World, and uh, we went to Disney World a few years back, and um, that was the best family trip. Lots and lots of fun. And like you, you know, I've been to Disney World a couple of times as a child. Uh, my wife had never been, so this was her first time. But, you know, I was going to have fun myself. And, of course, my, my kids thoroughly enjoyed themselves. And on the Bermuda trip, I was on the boat telling them young bucks, you know, I was on the cruise for my 10th year wedding anniversary. While some of them were on there for their honeymoon, and and I try to tell these young bucks, I was just like, you need to start small, brother. You know, I'm I'm on here on my 10 year wedding anniversary. You on here for your honeymoon? It's like, what are you gonna do next year? Have you thought about that? And they just kind of looked at me, you know, kind of. I never really thought about that, sir. And um, you know, because I mean, we spent our honeymoon at the Poconos, you know, and if y'all been to the Poconos. I mean, to me, it ain't all that to write home about. It's all right, but, you know, and for our first anniversary, I think we went to Baltimore. I think we spent a weekend in, like, the Inner Harbor or something, you know, very basic. Um, but what was what was your – what about you? What was your most fun vacation, whether it be just you and the wife or you and the whole family? No. Yeah, well, me and the wife, we went to uh, Costa Rica, Uh uh, two years back, after you know, after we we let the kids go, you know, we took them to uh, Mexico on a cruise. And we, uh, her and I, that summer, when they went to go be with their mother, they we uh, we went to Costa Rica, and uh, we 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 really had a lot of fun. It was just her and I, and but you know, just experiencing a different uh, culture, going to a place where neither one of us knew the language. And um, and just trying to get lost in the sauce, if you will. Mhm. How long did y'all you know. stay out there? 
about I think about ten or ten or twelve days, something like that. Wow. So I know you didn't want to come back. No, nah, I was ready to come back. It was you know, I mean, after a while you get tired of I mean, you, you when you don't understand what to order. It's fun the first couple of days, but then when you keep messing it up and you gotta try to order from a book, it's like, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> you start pouring their pictures. Hey, yeah, can I ask? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't. Can I ask a, a quick question? And this is my wife is not home yet. Um, her and my kids they went to Target, and I want to ask this before she get in the house. Um, <laughs> okay. <go ahead. laughs> one thing that I that I that I noticed. Um, like like I was saying before, me and my kids, we we joke around, we wrestle, we have a lot of fun together. And whenever it's me and the kids, it's always fun. I ain't got a, I don't got one problem with my children, not one. Uh, no conflict, nothing. But I noticed that it can be a a Saturday or something. I don't have to work. I got free time, got money, and nothing but time. And when it's the whole family and when my wife is involved, it seems like it's a little bit more conflict than when it's just me and the kids. It seems like it's a little bit more st- stressful when it's all of us. And I always wondered that. I was like, we ain't got nowhere to be. We ain't got no schedule. We ain't got nothing. Why do we got to be conflict on the drive to the mall that we're going to to walk around or wherever we're going, in the parking lot? It just seems like it just requires too much patience sometimes. And I want to know, is that just my marriage? <laughs> or is that something that other other men, married men, experience? What they're saying when their wife is tossed into the equation. Mm. Mm. Well, you and I talked earlier, Malcolm, and, 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 and uh, I, I know your wife quite well, and you know mine quite well, and 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 when that it, when that's the case, it always seems like that's the case when um, when they say something out of term or when they say something to ruin the whole mood. I mean, it, it'd be like everything would be okay, and then it feels like they come in and ask about who left these dishes not washed or you know who got this stuff you know this water all over the floor, and it kind of just starts dampening the mood right out the gate and then now you got kids lying and pointing at each other and then here she's mad and you know just get it up i don't care and we were just smiling and talking and laughing now we just it's like dang i don't need now i gotta feel like i gotta jump on her side you know so (laughs) we uh you know as far as being husbands i guess we have to adjust from one one period to the next, but on the back end, we need to speak to them and say, "Look, you don't need to come in. You why? Or do you just are you just a party pooper or what? Because, you know, that's not cool. You know, you came in and everybody was having fun, and then you just came in and and ruined the whole mood. Hmm. You know, I don't know if that's just my me. You know, I don't know if it's just our relationship, but that's how." Sometimes it feels, you know, when you come in and and things, nothing was wrong, and then all of a sudden. Soon as she wrong. come in, something wrong. Right. Right. Why do you That's think that is? Like. I mean, why do you think that is? I mean, I mean, do you think that, 
I mean, you just said that your you know your wife had a lovely time for ten or twelve days out in Costa Rica. Do you think that it doesn't sound like she's a party pooper? But do you think that when the kids are involved, that um, women in general feel the need to be more of the you know correction, whereas we're just the you know generally speaking, the husband is there just for playtime. You know, we'll clean it up later, or maybe not. <laughs> you know, we probably okay. won't clean it up later. But um, you know, just is that is that something in, in, in their makeup where they just like, okay, you know, we need to you need to make sure you got, you know, the right clothes for the weather, you need to make sure that you're, you know, behaving, you need to make sure that you go to the bathroom, like are they thinking about all of these things whereas we're just thinking about having fun? Well, I think it is maturity. I think it's, it's got a lot to do with maturity. Um, I, I, well, I'll let Malcolm answer because, you know, he, it was his question. I answer after he finished. Okay. I mean, right, I think, well, in my case, um, I don't know, maybe the kids make my wife uptight or something. I don't know. It's, or maybe she wants me to be as uptight as she is, if, if that's the right word, or... I, as a, I'm in charge, but I guess you want me to be upset or concerned about the same thing she's concerned about it. And if I'm not, I think she might get a little frustrated and then cause problems. And then me, the type of person that I am, if I think it ain't no reason to be a problem and you injecting a problem, then I got a problem with you, with my <laughs> wife. Yeah. And so it just kind of spiraled out of control, and then I, everybody, well, me and my wife will be frustrated. And then I'm like, how did this even happen? We don't even have a schedule. Ain't nobody got to be nowhere at no time. We ain't got to, Sunday, we ain't got to leave this church. How do this stuff, why there got to be so much frustration when there is not even a schedule? In my mind, I want to just say, can you just ride? Can you just ride? You ain't got to control nothing. You ain't got to try to control nothing. Just, just ride. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I, I don't. I don't think it's because perhaps she just think that I'm not thinking about the same thing she's thinking about. So you're not stern enough. So I mean, but what? But on the flip side, Malcolm, um, what about when you remove kids from that equation? Like, like when it's just you and her? Do you feel that you know she's a little more relaxed and she's a little more go with the flow, or? Do you think it's the kids that bring on the element of, you know, frustration where you're not correcting them as she thinks you should, you know, but when the kids are not around, when it's just you and her, y'all just doing whatever y'all do for fun, you know, is it the same situation, the same scenario? Nah, or no? nah, then it's just fun. If if, yeah. if, it, if if For me, if the kids is in it, it's fun. If it's just the wife without the kids, it's fun. But when it's all of us, then things can get frustrated. And then it's even crazy because and when I say all of us, I mean all of us, meaning my daughter as well. And I don't know it's because it's not her daughter and not that she don't love her, but I don't know if that has something to do with it. But when I'm off, well, now it's five of us, but a lot of, a lot of what I'm thinking about was when it was just the four of us before my son was born. So I, I don't know yeah. if, it got to do, if that has to do with anything, but it's when it's all of us. Yeah, and the reason I ask that is because 
I'm from the school of thought that a married couple should take two separate vacations if if you can afford it, one with the kids and one without. Because just like you said, I think it's important for the marital couple to just be free and not have to worry about because I got a I got a two year old son too. You know, you, you got to change his diaper and you know, or you got little girls that got to go to the bathroom and this sort of thing. Like when it's just you and her, two adults, you know, you don't have to worry about any of that. You know, and it's it's no, I guess. What are you gonna? What are we gonna eat tonight? You know, what what time are we gonna eat? You know, with all of these different things, um, it's just you and her. So I mean, all of that is relaxed. But do y'all do y'all agree with me that a married couple should take two separate vacations, one with the kids and one without? I think I think Malcolm is is more thinking along the lines of why can't he just when it is all of us, why does it have to be drama? When it is, um, uh, if it is a vacation and all of it, and it's only um, a vacation where I could afford for everybody to go one time. Why does it have to be an issue of just noise? Why is that necessary? So mm-hmm. I, I think that's more so of his issue. Now, if you can afford to do a separate vacation, I mean, I, I, I never stopped dating my wife, so. Uh, so going going somewhere with it, it would just be just like another date. You know, um, we make sure we go fishing. You know, we make sure we go to the movies. We make sure we go out to dinner. We make sure we go out for a glass of wine or dessert. And that's not expensive. So, um, but we make sure we date each other so we won't get, I mean, I won't get frustrated or tired or, you know, uh, won't make her feel like, I make her feel separate from the children on purpose. So when we get around the kids, um, that drama or that feeling of you love them more than you love me don't take uh don't 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 settle. Because you you would get that a lot of times I feel with a blended family or a mixed family or um or, or, or a ready made family if you if you will. But at the same time, you know, you, no no adult wants to say, I'm jealous of your kids. So you kind of got to, like, imply that, you know, but it's implied by by all the by all the noise, the unnecessary noise. And I had to, and it, it ain't, you know, no no scientists, no, 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 nobody told me that. It just felt like that sometimes, you know, when, when I was getting all the unnecessary garbage. It just felt unnecessarily... Um, unwelcomed, with, without cause. It's just like, where does that come from? That just come out of the gate. So I figure, you know, okay, let me try something different. Let me let me speak to my maker and, and try to figure out what's wrong with her or is there something wrong with me. And then I just finally figured it out. Oh, well, you know, she needs to feel special. Mm. Or, you know, I need to make her, I married her, I need to make her feel special and then don't ask her, you know, don't ask her, uh, uh, are you jealous? Because that's just going to pervert things or make it worse because don't nobody want to admit that. But mm. the time that we spend together, it, it showed that, oh, okay, she she wanted to feel different than everybody else. So, 
You said something profound, brother, and I don't think you realize it, but I want to take what you said and circle back to Malcolm because you say, Malcolm, you said you had a, a, a one of the 11-year-olds is yours, right? Mm-hmm. So Biologic. let's take, yes, so let's take that 11-year-old out of the question and you're back down to four, just the four of you. So are there times that you notice, maybe you have noticed, maybe you haven't, but when it's just four of y'all, the nuclear, you know, the two children, y'all have two children together, right? No, we only have one together, the baby. Oh, one. Two. Oh, the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so, I, I, had, so I had a daughter that I brought into the marriage. She has a son she brought into the marriage, and then we had one together. Okay. So... When it's just the four, y'all, or maybe just the three, y'all. Maybe it's just, you know, you, her, and the baby. Like, do you notice any difference in comparison to when you bring your 11-year-old daughter into the equation versus when the 11-year-old daughter is out of the equation? And not saying that she doesn't love her and all this kind of stuff, but do you find, you know, to Darren's point, that it's a bit of uh, some jealousy there, you know, because that is your – I mean, that's not her daughter. That's your daughter, and, of course, you're going to – since she doesn't live with you, you're going to spend some time with her and joke and, and you know, have fun and those sort of things. And in a, in a sense, you're taking time or attention away from her when she's around. So do you think that compared to when it's just the four of y'all or just the three of y'all, is there any difference or is, is she just the same no matter how many kids y'all got involved in the fun times? I don't think there's any jealousy uh Jealousy of my daughter, I think, if anything, um, it's probably just more people to uh, irritate her. Mm. I think think it's what it is. And the crazy thing is that what I explain to y'all, when I say it to her, she she don't know what I'm talking about. She don't see it that way. Like, I can be like, why is it? You think we ain't, she think it ain't no problem. To no, me, I'm no, like, no. I'm holding my tongue, I'm getting a headache. Like, like I'm just, it's just, a, it's just, it's just like, it just takes too much patience for me. So let me ask you this. So uh-huh. you're saying when, you, when your daughter come around, it went, and, and, you know, automatically, you know, wives are going to be wives, you know, but do you see a, and I'm not trying to get you to be or decide with me or anything, but do you see, I think Rodney's question was, do you see a difference between the children, okay, her son and your daughter, how you speak to your son when your daughter come around and how you treat your daughter? What's expected, what you expect from your son, do you expect the same thing for, or do she bring that to a flashlight and say, hey, you ain't say that to Khalees or you don't do this to her or, you know what I'm saying? Do you... Do, is it a difference, or it's just okay? I'm irritated before Khalees come, and I'm irritated while she hear the same, or you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think what it is is she's more strict when when my daughter is around, and I like as who? if just everybody, as if she's more on point or more mama or more I ain't having it type. <laughs> like type thing 
when and when everybody's around. She's a little bit more laxed, in my opinion, at least, when she's not around. So say if if, if my daughter is not here and the kids leave the living room messed up. Jalen, my son leaves, my older son leaves the living room messed up. That's not as big a deal as if both of them are down there and the living room is left messed up. Mm. So I don't know if it has to do with it being two kids or if it has to be with my daughter or just too, I don't know if it's just too many people, but when both of them are down there and it's a messed up living room, she's more frustrated by that than if it was just one down there and the living room was messed up. So it can be it can be messed up the same, but it's when <laughs> depending on who messed it up. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? And the thing of it is, and I haven't seen it where where it was just my daughter down there. Perhaps if it was just one, maybe it has to do with it just being two people, and it's not so much just my daughter. Could could be, and not I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you this, Malcolm. I can relate to your wife, and I'll tell you why. Because everybody's unique. You know, people get up at different times. People eat at different times. Everybody doesn't like the same kind of foods to eat. Everybody's not on the same budget. You know, the list goes on and on. Everybody has a different idea of what's considered fun. And the more children I've had, the more antisocial I've become. And some <laughs> you, may, you may find that surprising, but I have three children like you do, and it's very challenging having three little kids around all the time. And I'm a very patient guy, very even keeled. I rarely get mad. You know, and just like you, we have a lot of fun. We make big messes together, and I'm not – I don't clean up too much of those messes. Um, so my wife gets frustrated with me naturally so that, you know, me and the three kids, we, we make big messes and we just walk away. We were just having fun. Um, but, I mean, I, I can relate, you know, um, you know, to her because – and I actually enjoy spending time with my kids versus, you know, some, some couples I know, they're quick to dump dump their kids off on somebody else. You know, after a hard work week, Friday, Saturday, they're calling the babysitter, you know, they, they, they're going out and they're leaving their kids with, um, with somebody just so they can have some, some, some alone time, just the two of them. But I'm not quick to dump my kids off with anybody. Um, I look forward to the weekends because y'all know my, my, my weeks, work week, all these extracurricular activities, my weeks be crazy. So the weekends, I actually look forward to spending with my children. You know, Saturday, generally the the calendar is clean, and I like that. You know, I like, and that's the time we ain't got to go nowhere. We don't even have to get dressed if we don't want to, you know. And so I look forward to spending time with them on, on weekends. But, you know, to your point, the more people it is, the more frustrated I get. And that's whether it's children, that's whether it's adults, um, when it comes to doing something fun. Because it's just, again, as I laid out the list before, everybody's different. So I already know between me, my wife, and our three kids, there are some things that I already know, you know, about 
the types of food they eat, when they're going to get hungry, you know, these sort of things are already running through my mind as a process. So when you involve another adult or other adults or other kids, I'm just like, I mean, it just frustrates me on end because it's like I'm, I'm trying to, it limits the fun. It doesn't really, it takes my focus off of just having fun because I know my kids. I know what they like to do for fun. I know what we can do for fun. I know what they like to eat, when they like to eat. So I ain't got to really process a whole lot, you know, so we can go have fun and I know we, you know, we need to eat at this time or, you know, I need to take, you know, we need to take a bathroom break, stuff like that. But when it's other in, adults or other people involved and we're having a fun activity, I'm just like. So is that why you don't kick it with the fellas right I mean, I honestly, yes. Because and and I'll tell you too, Darren, and that's a great question because, you know, now that I have three children, I really don't operate on the spontaneous um, stuff. Nor the like you say, you, you invited me to go fishing, and when you told me it was seven a.m. on a Saturday morning, you know, <laughs> when you got two, when you got a two-year-old, a seven-year-old, and eleven-year-old, and that's the only day you get to sleep in. You know, because literally we go to school and work, you know, um, during the week and church on Sunday. And it, Saturday is the day where I'm literally like rolling over at 7 o'clock. Um, but, you know, I would like – it's not that I don't want to go fishing or I don't want to hang. It's just that, okay, this is my Saturday, the only day I get to sleep in. And you telling me I got to get up at 5, get dressed, you know, go down to the boat and, you know, be up, and I'm sure I will have a good time, but I, my rest the and my point, relaxation. But the point, but the yes, point in that, the, the point in that is date your wife. Now, whatever that is, now my wife just so happened to want to like, uh, to want to go fishing. That's something my wife now loves to do. And if, if it pleases her that I get up on one of my days off, one of the only days I got off during the week, if it pleases her that I go early in the morning, drive an hour and a half, and go eat some oatmeal from McDonald's and stay on a hot ship all day for four hours, if she's pleased at the end of the day, then it was worth it. So that's how I think, you know, because when we get back home, she won't be so frustrated with the nonsense that she receives from the everyday household grandson, <laughs> i.e. kids, Anything she she doesn't be she don't be as frustrated, you know. So so um, so I, that's why I go and I hang out with her because them kids are gonna be gone one day. And I know a couple right now that they put all they and I'm not saying this is you or nothing like that, but I know a couple that they put all their all into their kids, gymnastics, um, uh, all kind of crap. That they don't even they didn't even make it a profession out of. But once those kids turn eighteen, nineteen, and twenty seven, then um, they were left two strangers in the house because everything their whole life was evolved around their children, and they didn't they they forgot how to date, they forgot how to live with each other, they forgot how to cope with each other, and they end up oh, well, they're separated right now. Mm. So. So that's why I go where I go with her occasionally, every time I got off. 
it's me and her. And then the kids. It's not the kids first and then her. It's her first and then let's let's go home and get the kids because we feel bad we're having so much fun together. <laughs> Good words. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, we – I try to go out on a date night, you know, just, just me and her um, once a month. And that's – trust me, it's hard to attain. And you hit the nail on the head, you know, just you and her. And I'm just talking me and her because if I go fishing with you – that ain't a date night um, at 7 o'clock in the morning. And not to you. Yeah, not to not to her either, not at 7 o'clock in the morning, because a lot of times here lately, um, especially since my son's been born, I'm the one who's up, you know, early. And it used to be the opposite um, early in our marriage, where, you know, I'd be the one really sleeping late, but now I can't really sleep late. So she she sleeps later than I do. So I know... If I ain't willing to get up at, you know, be on the boat at 7 o'clock, and uh, I know she ain't going to be willing to do that. Um, but I do try to get out, you know, like you said, me and her. Um, and, you know, to your question, I'm, I'm sure it would be absolutely fun times. Um, well, I'm not just, talk, just talking about – I'm not just talking about fishing. I'm talking about – I mean, whatever make your boat float. I mean, it just happened – it just so happened that my wife loved doing that, and it just so happened it, it it's early in the morning. Now it, it's not my choice. Now whatever it is, it, it whatever pleases her, then that pleases the relationship. And I'm not saying, and, and and I'm not going back on. I don't believe that happy wife, happy life mess, but I do believe that a husband should date his wife. Whatever he did to get her, he should continue to do it to keep her. Agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. But what about what about spending time with other married couples? Do you do you and your wife see that as fun? We love it. We love it. You know, we we spend time with other married couples. We invite. I know we invite Malcolm and Mar, uh, Marlene over here. Like every time I got a a Sunday off, hey, I'm barbecuing today. I don't care if it was it was. I mean, what it is? We I think we we start doing something together like. Uh, we had this. Uh, what was the name of that show, Malcolm? That we we started watching together. Um, I think it was some. It was um. About some the wives of pastors had had to do with that sisterhood or something like that. Yeah, it was some kind of past. No, it was preachers' daughters, and then it was the. It was called. Uh, it was called. It was called sisterhood. That was another sisterhood preachers' daughters, and we and then the the um well, like, the. the Deidre Hat, the, the the preachers of L.A. So we had like different shows, and we would pause it, we would talk about it. I mean, it was it was actually fun. It brought some light to our own marriage, you know. Um, and 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 it was uh, that was time adult time. And then we get together and play this game that my uncle made up, you know. <laughs> but I, I, you know, we we play this game called Zunk, and we have a good time playing that as couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I have a good time hanging out with um, married couples, but I would say that it depends on who it is. Because it's, you know, a couple of married couples that I know that get on my nerves. Like, I literally, uh, you know, I try to duck them, you know. But, I mean, generally speaking, 
Um, it can be fun, but you know, I it just seems that some people, and not saying that this is you, because you obviously do both. But me and my wife, we can have fun just with the two of us. Like we don't, we could literally go years, um, and that's pending. We could drop the, you know, we can get out and have somebody watching these kids. But we don't. We can have fun with just the two of us. You know, no problems at all. You know, we don't need anybody else to 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 make a, you know to help us to have fun. But on the flip side, do y'all do y'all know any couples that it seems like they need somebody else other than their nuclear family to have fun? Because I do, and I'm just like, what's wrong with you? Like your wife should be your fun buddy. You know, your mm-hmm. you and your husband should be, or you and your kids. Like, y'all should be having fun. Like, why do you need us to come over, you know? And But do y'all know so anybody why do you, like that? that why do you ahead? look at it that way? Why would anybody look at it that way? You know, what, somebody would need y'all to come over and have fun. I mean, me and my wife, we get it in, man. We everywhere. We got couples. We just went bowling with one couple. We go out to dinner with another couple. You know what I mean? I mean, we we get together with our neighbors and we play uh, uh, that game I was telling you about um, with the uh, dominoes, uh, Darren, and drink a little wine. I mean, we get it in. You know what I mean? And it's not that we need to, but we enjoy the company of others, especially like-minded people. You know what I'm saying? There's no fun being married to one person and keeping that person so close to you that you can't do anything else. You got to be out there. Like we go over Darren's house, and we have a blast every time. We like the last people to leave. Right. right <laughs> yeah. We the last people to leave up in that joint, man. Uh-huh. We be having a blast. Sometimes we got to take a, uh, you know, a, a man break, go pick his son up for work, come back, play some pool, come and, play, yeah. and and wives doing their thing, we doing our thing, and I mean that's that's good wholesome. I'm going away tomorrow with my wife with four other couples, man. We're gonna be at Deep Creek Lake. And I mean, we're gonna have a blast for five days. You got to get it in with other people, man. That's how what, what keeps you grounded. That's what keeps you on point, you know. And your kids get to grow up together. It's not. I mean, that, I mean, that's how I look at it, man. I would love to hang out with more couples, but they they got to be. And you're right. They have to be on the same page as Level. you. Mm-hmm. They they can't be talking about swinging and talking about cheating <laughs> and talking about doing all this other stuff that y'all don't do. You know what I mean? Because then that's counterproductive. But you know, at the end of the day, the more the more the merrier, I, I believe. And then and look and and so much is birthed out of hanging with other couples. I mean, our uh, one of our major event that we have made a major event was birthed out of the the Deep Creek uh, the Deep Creek vacation trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so the communication challenge. The communication challenge, the marriage communication challenge. It, 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 yeah. it came from that vacation. Yeah, you know. So don't, don't, don't not. I'm not saying you know, it's all bad. I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm just saying that, in my experience, is that your perception? Is that your perception? No, no. This is a reality, and I tell you why. Because if I hang out with you, and then you're like, so where are we going next weekend? Like that really bothers me. It's like what. We're not going to be doing this every weekend. I'm busy. You nobody does. But see, you know nobody I'm does. We don't either. But we have we have so many people, groups of people, couples, 
You know what I mean? That, you know, if we want to go to a movie, like me and my wife hang out together, we, we, you know, by ourselves a lot. But there's a lot of times we have other couples that say, hey, you know, we'll do something. Okay, well, let's do something this weekend. And now we got plans the next weekend. I mean, we can't just stay in the house. You can't just stay in the house. So you got to be productive in your marriage. And I believe that it's a God, God has given you a blessing to have a wife. And he's also given you a blessing to surround you, you, your family with people that's going to keep you grounded, other married couples. Because it could mm-hmm. be like me before my last marriage, and all my friends were married men that cheated, and some of them were single. And they, none of them were good role models for me. None of them, not one of them. You know what I mean? So that marriage went down the tubes, you know what I'm saying? But now everything's different because God is in the middle of it. So, you know, you've got to embrace when you have the opportunity to get out there with other couples, man. You can't become a hermit and stay home and think that it's going to be an inconvenience <laughs> when it's really not. <laughs> But it is because you, you, you just said something about how you get out with just you and her and y'all get out with other married. Like, you always out. Always like out. I, I just said I can get out once a month. So I don't want to be hanging out with a married couple but that's your choice. On, but that's on, your my, choice. on my time. But, that, I mean, that's the thing is that my schedule is dictated that, okay, I can get out once a month. Sorry, it's just going to be me and the wife. Like, I'm not getting out four times a month to spend with these yeah, different married couples choice. and groups and stuff. That's the choice that you made. You can't put that on nobody else. You chose to be in a situation where you got to have your kids, you got to be, you got to watch your kids. Only a certain number of people can, you know, only a few, select few can watch your kids. So, I mean, you know, with that, you definitely got a, you got a limited, you know, yeah. time to do things. I got a limited range, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so where? I mean, so, go ahead. Where, where's the best place to look for married couples to hang out with? Y'all tell me. You got this circle right here. I mean, we all local, <laughs> but but you know, again, again, that that's up to that that's up to you. I mean, whatever make your boat float. You know, you gotta you gotta be able to be, you know, uh, not be on a regiment. You know, you gotta be spontaneous. You know? <laughs> no, um, no, I mean, no. You know? And Malcolm can help me with this because. Literally, I don't go anywhere between the hours of 12 and 3 on the weekends because that's my son's nap time. And we're not skipping nap time because I'm not going to be up with him at 11, 12 o'clock when I'm trying to spend some quality time with my wife. So he he takes a nap between 12 and 3, two to three hours every day, every day, and we're going to stick to that. So if you invite me over at 1 o'clock, I'll be there when he wakes up. Simple okay. as that. Well, but what about, what about other? nowhere with that attitude? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. And, and that's what I'm saying is like I don't, I don't say, well, you know, he can sleep in the car. I'm just like, no, this dude, he needs his rest. And he sleeps literally when we get out from church on Sundays, he doesn't make it home. He falls asleep in the car and we put him in the bed in his church clothes. And he wake up two or three hours later in his church clothes. Like, this dude is on a serious schedule, so I have a limited time, probably between, like, 3 and 8, where I can be, I got to be home by 8, because he going, he, you know, he ready to go down again, you know, eight thirty nine o'clock, so I can't even really, you know, paint the town red or anything, because I'm, like, watching the clock, like, okay. And why, why do you got to be home, though? 
What do you mean? I mean, you you have to be there for him to go to sleep? No, not at all. Okay. But when I hang out, I generally prefer to hang out with my wife. So it's like I can't, you know, if it was just the fellas, you know, something like that, yeah, sure. But generally, it's me and her hanging out. So it's like, all right, well, all right, honey, let's drive separate cars so I can hang out a little bit later. You put the boy to bed. Nah, that's not going to work. I mean, so you mean to tell me, since this helped Rodney figure out his schedule hour to hang out with <laughs> better couples, <laughs> you, mean to, you mean to tell me you can't figure out, you can't be spontaneous enough to say, look, this is what this is how it's going down. I mean, because... I I got you know we got a, we took on the responsibility of our six year old grandson when he was one, and he got several palsy. He hadn't stopped no show. He hadn't stopped me dating my wife because one day he gonna be out of here. Now so, he had who, who watches him? That's what I'm saying. Who watches him when you on the boat or shoot Malcolm? I tell Malcolm, hey, watch him for a week. And Malcolm, watch him. Hey, can 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 t- t- y'all ain't doing nothing? Hey, uh, do this for me. And I have my kids. I have older kids. I got people in church that that uh, that babysits. I don't mind paying nobody. But the the bottom line is, you know, I got to get this time in with her. That's a mandatory. She's she's primary number one. Uno. Period. She has to be. So it, it, no no child. No, no parent, no nothing comes before her and I kicking it. Because once I found out where I was going wrong at in my marriage, it was in that it was it was me not giving her my time. And once that once that got resolved, once I figured that one out, man, marriage my marriage has been so much more easy. Now we still got our problems because of whatever reason, but. It ain't that no more. It ain't it ain't so detrimental that, that me and her beefing and me trying to figure out, well, dang, what did I do? And everything is going so perfect. Well, everything is not perfect because she's not happy because I'm not giving her any time. Hey, for, um, when, Rodney, when Rodney said that he has to be at home to put his son to sleep at, uh, at 8 o'clock, I responded to that because he used the word has to. But if that's just something that you really want to do and that's just more important to you than or you get more joy out of that or whatever than hanging out i don't see nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong with it but don't put it on don't put it on that don't say i can't kick it with y'all because of him yeah Yeah, well i do because i mean what you said is that um you have a network of people who can watch your kids i don't it's really two people that watch my kids and it's um you know, a young college girl, and, you know, um, she ain't always available. Um, you know, she has a schedule, too. And, you know, uh, the daycare provider, she does date nights, and we try to schedule, you know, things around that. But her parents and my parents are three to four hours away, respectively, so they're not an option. Um, and my kids, you know, literally I, just today, you know, I was out getting the mail, and my neighbor who's been living here um Hmm, eight, nine years, I don't know. But anyway, my kids know her. 
and me and my son were out in the yard, and, um, you know, she was like, hey, how you doing? And he was just hiding behind me. It's like, I don't know you. I ain't, you know, no. Nah. So he won't even really go to anybody um, like that. So I can't well, really have say, you hey. Introduced, have you introduced your son to Mr. Belt and Mr. Miami? What? Come on. I don't mind have him being you? like that. I don't. I don't want him going to anybody. Yeah, but he's got to be. Thing. He's got to be comfortable because there are going to be times where you're going to need somebody to watch him, and yeah. you don't want to get like you leave him with somebody, and ten minutes later your phone is ringing. Hey, come pick this boy up. He won't stop crying. Yeah, and I right. got that. I got that, and it's one person or two people. And, two and people. it had to be at some point. At some point, it had to be like it used to be like that with them too. Um, no, I say not. So if if he didn't get along with them, if he didn't get along with them out the gate, then you mean to tell me you would have been changing babysitters? Probably so, yeah. So who who's running who's running the relationship? Who's running your life? Mm-hmm. The kid. I'm gonna tell you something, Ronnie. One time, you know you know my man Chuck. He's got three girls. Yep. yep. And when when and it was before the 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 other two came, it was the first one that came, and um, they were stressed, super stressed, dealing with the baby staying up all night. It was a brand new baby for the both of them. It, you know, it was tough. Me and my wife volunteered. We said, "Look, y'all need to go to the movies and dinner. We'll come over to your house and watch the baby for y'all." And we babysit it for. You know what I mean? And they came back, I don't know, one twelve, one o'clock. We didn't even care. Just, you know, we'll stay here, we'll watch TV. If she goes to sleep, we'll go to sleep. And by the time y'all get back, we're good. You know what I mean? So that's how that relationship has evolved. Now there are two other kids. You know, my wife will go over there and babysit. But, you got, I mean, you have to use your resources. And it may not be um, going out with another couple, but just saying, hey, and I think you, you, I think you already do this, Rodney. I think you talked to me about this. Well, y'all will watch each other's kids. Yeah, we used to do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. You but know what I'm saying? But, it, I mean, yeah. just like Dan was saying, it was things that you have to do. You just can't think, especially as being ahead, you just can't think that your wife is automatically good with the fact that, you know, well, we got to watch the boy go to sleep every day. And we got to make sure that, you know, we have our one one day a month where we go out. You know what I mean? She may say it's okay because, you know, it appears to be that that's all you've given her, but she might want more, and she might not be telling you that. Yeah, I, I hear you, but I want to go back to what Malcolm said. And okay. It's fun subjective. And, again, I don't – I mean, you – you guys are like, man, it's like, man, you got to be home at 9 o'clock to put the boy to bed. But I don't have no problem. I'm, I'm not out in the streets like, man, I wish I could hang out longer, but I got to go put my son to bed. I got to get my kids straight. I'm not even like that. I'm excited. I'm like, okay, we've had our fun time. It's time to go home, honey. So what no. I mean by that is that is that is – that, <laughs> What if she is, ain't is, ready? What, what if, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, she's ready. What if she ain't ready to go home? I mean, we had – Okay, last year at the marriage communication conference, right? <laughs> we had something else going on after that that was unscheduled, unplanned. But you had, had to, to go home. 
a member of the crew. You, yes, I had to go you, home. You, I, had, I had my babysitter. Did I have my babysitter? Was the babysitter going to leave and you showed up an hour late? I mean, I, I, I tell her what time I'll be back. So okay, my, baby, my babysitter listen. don't work like, yeah, I'm going to be back at midnight, handle it. Yeah, she would have for the right dollar amount. We put some money in the hat. We'd have made it happen. We'd have it at 3 o'clock in the morning. And this was going to be like this. You're going to get it at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's right. You know what I mean? Go to sleep. We'll wake but you up. We'll right. take you home. But what I'm getting at, fellas, is that, and I hear you, but what I'm getting at is that I'm, I'm, I don't feel limited. I don't. You feel that for me, but I don't feel that. I don't feel what you're talking about, that I'm ball and chain. Okay, look, 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 My look, wife don't feel that way either. We had a good time. Yeah, go ahead. ahead. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think me and my wife have fun? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we post no pictures on Facebook. We're getting it in. Yeah, no question. Now, Darren. Yes, sir. Darren, you think Rodney and his wife have fun? I mean, I think that Rodney, what Rodney called fun is fun to him. But when we look at it, it's like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Live a little. <laughs> we absolutely listen. We absolutely had a blast at that restaurant after the. Um, that was a night to remember. The restaurant yes. after the uh, the um, conference, the communication conference. Yeah. Yeah, and Rodney, you all would have had a blast with us. Right. But you were I like, totally nah, agree I'm with I totally agree with you. You're right. You're right. I would have had a blast. But I also had a blast coming home, processing the event, and going to sleep at a decent time because my son you also wakes up at I understand that. So. But what I think <laughs> is that you, you're in a mode to make yourself believe that that's fun. No. Right? I'm, I believe that. I believe that you think, just like somebody could say, okay, um, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come home. Watch TV, sit here and watch Lifetime with the wife, and that's what I'm gonna do, and that's fun. You know what I mean? And you and you convince yourself that that's fun, because the other side of it may be too risky. Well, maybe mm. now if we go to a restaurant in DC and eat outside, have a couple mm. of uh, mojitos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let her right. head down right. a little bit. You know right. that's fun. Right. So, so, so what, what is your definition of fun, in your own words? Since I'm obviously not having any fun, you know, what, what, saying, what, is, what is fun? I'm just saying as, 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 as a married spontaneous. couple, and I, spontaneous. I will say spontaneous. De- definitely spontaneous, but as a married couple, getting, sometimes getting away from the normal every day has got to be right. fun. Right. You've got to get outside that comfort zone, man, and get uncomfortable and have some fun. Go bungee jump. Go zip zip lining. You know what I mean? Go rent some jet skis, man, and go. And just, just come on, let's go. Yes. I mean, there's certain yes. things to do, man. You can eat outside. And summertime, summertime is made for eating at restaurants outside. Right, right. And trying to see somewhere. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. You can't just be like, hey, let's just go to Cheddar's. Cheddar's is a great spot. <laughs> I don't go to Cheddar's. I don't go to Cheddar's. <laughs> Cheddar's too far from my house. I don't go to Cheddar's. Yeah, Applebee's. Let's just say Applebee's Outback. You know, you, you know, adventurous. Let's go salsa dancing. You know, um, I'm living, <laughs> and, and, living and social. 
Living Social's got got cheap stuff for y'all to do, you know. And you, one of y'all, could, my wife will look at of Living Social and buy something, email it to me. I will buy my ticket, and then we gone. Right. It is one and, of and, and, and then your son, and I'm gonna tell you now. That's all fun too, Tony. But one yeah. day, me and my wife just went on the porch. And we sat next to each other, and she put her foot in my, her uh, her feet in my lap, and we both was looking at our phones, and we were playing Candy Crush, right? <laughs> so the kids came outside. The kids came outside, and like, what are y'all doing? This is so boring. What are y'all doing this boring stuff for? And I'm like, it's fun to us at this moment. This is what we want to be doing. Thank and you. it was no schedule. It was no. Uh, oh, I gotta, I gotta have Malik now. Malik had a schedule, you know. He has to be at therapies on certain th- days. He has to be in. Uh, I mean, I think our schedule with him is more than all three of your kids' schedule put together, Rodney, on purpose. So, with he, with all his therapy appointments, his aquatics, uh, his summer school, his uh, uh, all these psychiatrists and everything he has to see. After that's over with. It's me and her time. Yep. After that's over with, I'm going to feed him, and you're going to go to bed when I tell you to go to bed. And if I have to change your time, vice an hour, slide it to the left or the right, you're going to change your, your time sliding it to the left or the right because I said so because I'm the parent, and I run the thing in this house. But yep. once I do that, it's, it's the, that, it fits the purpose of what my wife and I want to do at that time. Today she had surgery. She was in the surgery room all day. You know, uh, uh, I mean, it started at one forty, and I got home three minutes before the call started, and uh, and but but tomorrow, I, I mean, the two days, the next two days, I got to work two days, and this weekend, me and her gonna have some more fun, some doing something else. That's right. But it's, we're it's not is. gonna have a child. We're not gonna have this child with several palsy that we took custody of. Slow any of that down. Mm-hmm. But let me tell y'all what you don't know. Um, this month, I've had two vacations. One with, with the just kids? me and the wife. One, no, one was with just me and the wife, and one was with the whole family. So, and that's that's in the past two weeks. And now Tony said something interesting about posting on Facebook. I didn't post any pictures. I took. I have a lot of pictures that I took. I take a lot of pictures. I have thousands of pictures, but I do not post on Facebook, um, especially when I'm out of town. So, you know, people know I'm out of town and try to roll up on me or whatever. But even still, that's after um, come back, man. Not while you're out you of town. You come back, man. Oh, absolutely. You're right. <laughs> but, but but here but here's the thing. I don't even do it after. I'm back home now, off of two vacations, and you haven't seen are fun. And we had huge fun. Huge fun. But there no there's no evidence. You love no. Facebook. If your wife was okay posting family pictures on Facebook, you would post them. Because they know any harm in it. No. It, there is a level of privacy um and yeah, I mean yeah, I just got back from two vacations but my Facebook friends don't know that. They think I'm just, you know, Nose to the grind, you know, back and forth, doing our regular routine and schedule. Man, please. We just got off two big, big, huge vacations. 
you know, one week, I, <laughs> literally four days apiece vacationing. I went to work for one week. Next week I'm on vacation again. So, but I, I want to touch to, to Tony's point, um, and I guess this is a monkey wrench. Um, why is it fun to post pictures of you having fun on Facebook? Okay, well, I guess I'll answer that. Um, <laughs> sometimes, some, sometimes we take we may take pictures at a restaurant, or we may take a group photo at um, at a cookout. Like we was at, you know, we got some friends from the Philippines that we were hanging out with them last weekend at a birthday party, and the four of us took a picture, right? And that's how you express your friendship. When you post your picture, people say, hey, that's great, man, nice time. You can look at God's going to get a great time. Well, then we may be somewhere else. Now, I'm not going to go away and post eight or not. I know people that will post their whole roll of film <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm not doing none of that. Because it's just, first of all, too time-consuming, and it's just too much information. But if we're out, like, like again, when I went to, we drove down to uh, North Carolina to hang out with Jonathan and Kaya and go bowling and go to the movies and hang out for, for the night. Remember that? We took a picture mm-hmm. with them. Now, the people from the church hadn't seen Jonathan and Kaya forever. But then they saw a picture. They, hey, they Jonathan and Kaya, they look good. Wow, good. Good to see them. You know what I mean? And people give you compliments. So it's just you got friends on there, and that's where you go share things on your Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's not to brag, hey, I'm in Bahamas, because I ain't in Bahamas. I'm locally <laughs> doing nice things. You know what I mean? And we take a nice picture and we post it. We go to Ruth Chris, and everybody's sitting at the table. We all take a picture. What are we going to do with the picture? Just keep it on our cell phones? No, we post it. <laughs> But uh, but another thing but another thing is the reason why I post you know I take pictures of the food like uh, like you know when we go to these uh, nice restaurants that people look, not holding the walls but these very nice restaurants that we have that's out here I post a picture hey y'all come down here next time y'all in DC check out this food man this is great you know uh, because that's how I go to most of the restaurants I find out about in DC or Maryland you know. Um, and and when somebody posted that's I wanted to go to the to the this restaurant called a social something and they say um Uruguayan steaks and um and I and I like hey let's let's go here you know cuz that steak looked good that my man posted on the, on on Facebook the other day so you know we going to go we we didn't go that day because we 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 went somewhere else but it's always something to do as far as when you when you post i mean it I mean, we don't it doesn't it don't have to be like that to make my life happier, but for informational purposes and you know sharing with friends and and picking on the kids, you know, uh, me and my wife we took a picture with our tongues sticking out each other, you know, like we wanted the tongue kiss, like to show the kids how ridiculous they look when they do that. So uh, <laughs> now they, oh, my parents is on Facebook showing all this, and then we'll share it on their Facebook. You know, and so that let the the kids know, hey, look, if you guys can do it and look ridiculous, now you see how ridiculous you look when you do it. You know, but but it's all in fun. You, know, you, you this topic is about fun. That's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, good good answers, fellas. Anybody else? Why is it fun to post pictures of you having fun on Facebook? Anybody else want to take a stab at that? Okay, well I'll tell you why. 
because those were great, great words, um, fellas, good words. Um, but that's not the answer. That's not the answer. That, sound, that sounded really nice, but that's not the answer. And the reason why people post on Facebook in general, whether it's your pictures or just in general, um, is because neuroeconomics expert Dr. Paul Zach has researched the effects of posting on Facebook and concludes that it often makes us feel loved by spiking our brains with oxytocin. Now, not to be confused with the painkiller drug oxycotton, but oxytocin is known as the cuddle hormone since it's the same hormone that's released during the act of cuddling. I know you fellas like to cuddle. So do y'all believe that Dr. Zach is right? That's the reason why you're posting on Facebook is the, the releasing of this hormone known as oxytocin. I believe that that doctor is a closet crackhead. Second <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. Second uh, that. <laughs> These are Read it. If that was internet, it doesn't mean we have to believe it. You know, but I could also I, say people post it because they want to make it appear that they have a life, and they really don't. But I got a life, and I post it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, and I don't need a cuddle because, look, I'm posting it with somebody that I'm cuddling with. So, you know, it probably don't make sense. And on top of that, if that was anything true, then why why are we post, posting us, you know, making love and making out with our wives? If that was true, why we ain't posting that? So they yeah. got to be, you know, I mean, that's that, that's BS to me because, you know, that you're just trying to get uh, – you just kind of get an article out there because you know one thing that you don't know about a doctoral degree is you have to do some type of research to get credit and to be called a doc. So when you hear all, when you see all these papers and these research scientists say that you know, hey, I just discovered this, and then they make up something, they have to publish something just to continue their 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 degree. This, I mean, you can have a master's degree and keep it forever, but you can't do a doctor degree like that. So when you see all these things that they claim that they just found and they put doctor in front of the, the article, that's because of, you know, they're making up stuff just so they can say they posted it so they can continue their, uh, their educational uh, piece as far as being called a doctor. So be careful what you read on, on these doctors. <laughs> Good yeah, words. I second that. Anybody else? Okay. And, and going back to Tony said something about posting the whole reel of uh, vacation photos um, <laughs> on Facebook. But on the vacation piece, just going back, rewinding a bit, and if a married couple can't afford to take two separate vacations like I do, like I just did, um, which vacation do you think they should take? If they can only afford one, should they take the vacation with the kids or without? With. Why so? With the kids. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you got to, I mean, your kids have got to have a change of environment. Because, I mean, if you have kids, you know, you got to make sure that their well-being is, is, is taken care of and they have some kind of culture. You can't always stick them with the babysitters all the time. You know what I mean? They got to get a different um, 
uh, scenery. And I'll give you an example. My aunt is raising her grandkids in New York. And all they've seen is New York. And I told her, I said, you got to send them. And they're two boys. I said, you got to bring them down here so they can see Maryland. They can see it different. You know, but she don't want to. She keeps making up excuses. Well, the grades ain't that good. And, you know, I'm like, I'll come pick them up. I'll bring them back. Stay for a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? they got to do something different. So, but again, she just can't get it in her. She just can't let them go for some strange reason. I don't know what it is. She wants to travel with them. You know, and, you know, if you have the opportunity to have a big vacation, take the kids, and then you and the wife take the mini, maybe little weekend getaways, or go grab a hotel for the night somewhere in, in the same state. But do that for yourself. But big vacation, you got to include the kids. You just can't. Mm. Got you. You all want to agree or disagree with that, brother? Yeah, I agree with them to a certain point. It depends on their age. You know, um, if they're young like your kids, yeah, you, you have to take them, and, and especially when you got as many because you, it's harder to, to get somebody to watch three kids or to trust somebody to watch three kids. But uh, let me tell you something about them older, too. They're going to be old enough to watch the younger ones. So, oh yeah, I'm, wa- so, I'm waiting for that, brother. My oldest eleven. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. I'm looking forward to that. So you you got teenagers. Oh. I ain't there yet. Right, right, right. So so what I'm saying is, at that point, that's when the transition start happening. With you know, I'm I'm going to do this less with you guys, and more with the wife. Now, if it's going out of town, then that's one thing. But if it's just the day to day things, you know, I think that if you spend more time with your wife on a day-to-day basis, you know, or three times a week, then when it's time for vacation, it it easily be like, okay, let's let's all let's all go because you don't had your time in with her. And I can't stress that enough, you have to spend quality time with your wife more than a one one or two vacations a year, more than, you know, just what you're doing, I mean, not you, but I'm just saying what, what we think that is satisfying enough for them. I think it needs to be way more than, than all of us uh, uh, see this mediocre uh, uh, time that we spend with them. Oh, all right, she know I ain't got no money. No, you, you can take her something that's very inexpensive. And when you date her on a regular, then when it's time to go on vacation, you know, hey, you can only afford one, so it's naturally everybody's going to go. Gotcha. I got a question um, to to the fellas. Um, I, let me see if I can form this question right. Your wife at home? What is what's supposed <laughs> to uh, what is supposed to actually run um, your ex, your existence? Like I'm hearing, uh, it sounds to me like I take Rodney, like. He, he takes joy out of really being involved in um, trying to, you know, usher his kids through life and, and and being there to make sure they have probably every single thing that they need down to the amount of sleep they need and all that. And he, he enjoys that. And then Darren sounds like he enjoys spending a lot of time, a lot of quality time with his life. I mean, with his wife, uh, it's, it sounds like 
Tony likes to hang out and kick it and, and, and enjoy that type of time with his wife. But what, like, how do you, what, what is supposed to be the answer? Because for me, I don't do none of that stuff really. Like, my life is really, I put a lot of energy into trying to prepare. I put a lot of energy into trying to make it so I don't have to work no more. And that takes a lot of, of out of my my existence today. And I'm kind of willing to sacrifice my exist my existence today. So having fun, uh, I try to do that, but that's not nowhere near on the priority list for me. Well, you me- well, you remember what I told you though. That it, well, it was my opinion at least. Uh, you remember what I uh, what I told you? Um, what? Is that somebody beeping in the background? There's some beeping in the background. Somebody's phone. All right, that's it. Um, what I told you was, well, you you can't just because that can happen in two years, three years, four years tops time, and in the meantime, between time, you have to stuff doesn't stop just because Malcolm's mind is on get busy, get money, get busy, get money. I mean, it does. You still got the kids, and he's still growing, and if you just put all that invest all that time into reaching a destination of wealth, then you're going to miss out on something with your children or your wife. And you can't afford to miss that because you're doing it for them, supposedly. If you're doing it for them, then you can't neglect them on your way to success. They can't be put on the back burner until Malcolm gets rich for the family. Or they can't mm. be put on hold um, just because your 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 goals or you know uh, uh, to be driven to take care of the family to a point because once you reach that point you're going to be on autopilot and and you know you're going to be so used to doing what you're doing and you got to keep that rush of flow coming in that it's just going to be another excuse to stay away from the family and you know you're losing your family on page seven and you know you on page one thinking that you're doing it for them. And all they want is your time because it's a time and place for everything. It's a time to work, but it is a time to spend time with your wife and your children. And it's a time for, you know, sleep and it's a time for all these other things. But you have to manage that time and say, hey, right now for these first four years, I'm going to put all my time into working so I can kick it with y'all five years from here. No, can't do that in my opinion. But that's that's kind of the basis of my question, though. So, what is it really about? Is it's about balance? Is that what yeah. is that what it's really about? Yes, balance. Because all of it's going to happen. Everything is going to happen, whether you on a fast in the fast lane or the. I seen this dude. He was going. I think he zipped past me about six, going sixty miles faster than I was going. And a couple of miles up the street, maybe about 30 minutes up the street, <laughs> I passed him because he was pulled over by the police. So he never did get any further than he would have gotten if he would have just drove the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what you're doing when, when you do that. It's like, you know, you're trying to run this rat race, and then at the end of the day, you only missed out on your child, your children growing up, or, 
you know, the time that you should have been spending with your wife, and now she done lost interest in, in spending any time with you at all because she found other things to do with her time when you was neglecting her because that's what she's going to say she felt. And and then now you in the wind like, well, I did all this for y'all. And it's like, no, you didn't do it for us because we want you to be on with us. Mm. But the, 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 at least in my thinking, um, everybody has to sacrifice. It, 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 to, to me, like, it, it seems like you can work the rest of your life and have a lot of balance, but you may be working the rest of your life or you may, um, you know, have a, you know, you may have a retirement where you can retire one day, but you may not have a lot that you can pass down. You may not be able to change, you know, other people's lives and stuff like that. You can have a regular, probably what I would consider a normal American life where, you you know, you work and you work 40 hours a week after work. You don't have to think about work. And I think those, t- the people that can do that, they they can they can have fun and they can even think about fun. Um, I don't have that, and I almost, and I might be off in saying this, but I kind of liken myself to Rodney. I think it would be hard for Rodney to really just go out there and kick it and not be distracted about perhaps his kids. Okay, well, Chet, we'll put this one on you, sister. You, what, everything you just said, changing lives, making money, spending time with family, all that balanced stuff that you said you couldn't do both, we're doing it now. We're changing lives. We're making money. We're building legacies. You know, we're doing all of that and spending. T- well, I'm a, I'm going to say me. I can't speak for anybody else, but I know that I am doing all of that. I got a house for each child. I got a job that I can support the bills, and I got a wife that I satisfy on the regular. And I'm changing lives by being on this phone call. So you can do it all. Because I'm doing it today. You have a you have a job that 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 pays you that pays you enough to do that, right? But what about a person who doesn't? Same. Then they have, then they have, then they have, I mean, you have a job where you can work forty hours a week and pays you enough to achieve those things. Because that's what you basically work is. Or you just have a regular full time job. But what if somebody doesn't? make that much they may have to work more than one job or maybe perhaps perhaps they they in their vision they need a lot more money than what it takes to live the lifestyle you live well is the lifestyle that i live is not predicated off of what i make at my job because my long-term goals is to come off that job mm-hmm. you know uh and, 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 and be, you know, full-time family man, full-time um, entrepreneur, full-time businessman. So it, it doesn't – but it, I couldn't – what I would sacrifice, I sacrifice a time that I, I was going to school because I had to sacrifice study time away from my family. I had to do that, but it was from this month to that month. It wasn't an indefinite uh, date. Right now, what you're talking about, it's like, well, I got to sacrifice for these five years, and then maybe six years, or no, maybe seven years. No, it, it's a time limit. And my wife can do one or two months, but she can't do two or three years. Sacrifice, I don't want to be with you. I can't kick it with you like I want to kick it with you because I'm trying to get this money right. 
No, it can't be that way. Do you honestly think, and I don't like to bring God in it, you know, doing this portion of the time, but do you think he would, uh, you know, you're doing something that's pleasing to your family and your wife that you said I do to. You think he let you fall by the wayside by doing that? I don't think so. He hadn't, no, he hadn't I, I know I won't fall by the wayside. I know I'll survive, and I know just working a regular, any job that me in particular that I do, I know I'm going to flourish at it. So I'm not, concerned, I'm not concerned about paying bills and financially supporting my family and any of that other stuff. But to me, there's, to me, there's too many things that need to be done to achieve my vision that I just, my, my brain can't rest long enough to, like a lot of times when I'm on this call and I'm listening to, you, you know, the, the fellas talk, um, I guess I'm so far away from that now that almost it's just not my life. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the things that like most of the fellas agree with is is not my life really much at all because um, that balance is not there for me. And I don't, I don't need, I want it, but I want it on my terms. Well, you, and that and that and that's the thing that we all have to learn, you know, because. Like I said, your mind works different because of perhaps military, because of different background, because of different things. But, you know, and my mind used to be like that because I thought I had to do certain things in order to accomplish other things. But it's not like that. If it's a balance in your life, then things are going to come automatically. All these things that you're claiming that you're like you, to, Can you give me an example? Because I can give you an example of what I'm talking about, and a lot of hugely successful people, um, there was phases in their life where it was extraordinarily unbalanced. Almost, actually, I'm convinced that for majority of people, maybe not, of course, general rules don't apply to everybody, but for majority of people that are going to actually be hugely successful, I'm convinced there has to be a, a window of time, whether it be a year or two or more, that you, your life has to just be probably extraordinarily unbalanced. And, you probably, and you're and you absolutely right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to figure this part out because I've heard this argument before way too many times, and I think that we have this illusion that we have to keep our nose on the grind to, to make sure that we have this picturesque lifestyle. And I think at the end of the day, if your vision of a picturesque lifestyle and future isn't the same with your family, then you've got to step back and reevaluate that, 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 that vision that you have. So if it's okay, well, let me go grind, and, and I've got to sacrifice soccer games, I've got to sacrifice ballet, I've got to sacrifice you know, doing homework and all these things. But, you know, I'm the man of the house. So i got to make this money. I think that, you know, if your wife agrees, if your children agree that that's the life that you should live, then all, all, all is well. Go do it. But if they're saying, no, we need you here with us at some point, and we want to do these things as a family at some point, then your, those visions are your visions and yours alone. And you got to, mm-hmm. you know, to be in a marriage, it can't be, I got a plan. It got to be y'all's plan. But what mm-hmm. if, but I'm I'm the man of the house though. 
but it's still got to be y'all's they not, plan. Should they, not, should they not get on my page? You can't be a man of the house if you ain't in the house. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You can't be a man of the house from outside of the house. That's like being outside looking in. You can't mm. be a man of the house if homework is being done, if things are being done in the house, and you're doing too much delegating and you ain't doing it. You see what I'm saying? It's hard to I disagree, give orders. I, I, I disagree with house. that, and the reason I say that is because I am. You know what I mean? And um, and it just it's just that's about. Mm, wait a minute. Yeah, wait a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just had a thought. He just said he said if that's your role, I missed that. No, I said yeah. that is your role, no doubt. That's your role. Oh, okay, I got you. Got it. You're describing well, your role, but if you're not standing in that role like Tony said, then you're going to admit, what's the point? You know, you can point? say, you can scream and beat on your chest all day and say, I'm the man in this house, I'm the man in this house. But if you're not in the house, then you can, that's your role to be a man in the house. But when things well, I'm go not south, saying that, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm actually like in another state for majority of the year or nothing like that. I'm in the house every single day. Yeah, but, but my but, focus... But, yeah, exactly. And that's what I was going to say is that you can be disengaged in the goings-on of your household and be in the house all day long, all every day. You come home every day at 6 o'clock. And, and, and here's the thing that I, I just really – this is really amazing to me because it goes back to what you said earlier about when y'all do have fun. And maybe the root of your wife's frustration is that you know, the other times when you're not having fun, you're just disengaged, you know, to the fact to, too much, whether it, like you said, you admitted that you don't have that balance. So maybe that's the frustration is that, you know, maybe you don't balance the work stuff with the fun stuff, and that's where her frustration is, that maybe oh, you have to balance yet, that Rodney. stuff out. Better yet, Rodney, better yet, Rodney, she can – see where he takes time to have fun with the kids and not with her and every time it comes down to having fun with her, oh I gotta go work, or I gotta go do this, or I gotta go do that. Is that true, Malcolm? When I'm here I'm available to <laughs> wow. when, when, when I'm when I'm physically when I'm physically here and the fun that I have with my with my children, um in, in, in comparison to say with my wife, number one, it is based on. I, I think uh, maybe maybe respect, in the sense that there is just it's just no challenges. There's no there's no compromise. It's just, it's just flow. But with the other adults in in my house, it takes too much. It feels like it takes too much patience sometimes. For me. So let me let me ask you this. So the plan's not working. So the plan? No, no, see, see, so what I'm hearing, right, is that the plan that you've set mm-hmm. is not working. Um, well, what's the, what's the evidence that is that is working or not working? Well, because of what you just said. See, I'm saying that, that, so, that, that we're not happy that that um that there's no balance. Yeah, see, see, when you when you say I got a plan, right, mm. for long term stability, 
and short-term stability, financial stability. So I got to do X, Y, Z to achieve that goal. And by doing these, this X, Y, Z, I have to put certain things on hold or I have to prioritize or de- departmentalize, however you want to do it with your family. So mm-hmm. by the time it gets to your partner, and that's your partner, mm-hmm. so that's like me and you open up a business, I own 50%, you own the other 50%. Or I right. could own 49%, you could own 51%. You see what I'm saying? So in a marriage, you might own 51% because you're the head, but you got a partner, right? So your partner's like, yeah, I hear you, but I'm not going with that plan because I want a little bit more out of this marriage. I didn't get married to you because of the money that you can bring in. I got married to you because I actually like being around you. Well, well, for, well if, if I sacrifice what I'm, what I'm pursuing, that means that I'll have to work the rest of my life. And a lot of a lot of people, um, and it's actually, at least in my thinking, a lot deeper than, than what people are used to um, working and retiring. That's not going to be the reality for us. So the, the, new, the new retirement is wealth. It's not a pension or a 401K. So I'm thinking, in my mind, to, to have a regular life where I can work 40 hours a week, and then leave and don't have to think about pursuing money anymore, like I think like the average person does, that's like death to me in my thinking. I can't even really even comprehend that type of thinking for myself. I got you. So I I kind of don't have a choice. So uh, my wife who loves me is going to get dragged through this process. Dragged through. Wow. Wow. Screaming or, or walking hand in hand, one of the two. Yeah, but you got to understand, and that's why you listen to us on this show, and you don't, you don't agree with what what we say. And I and I understand now. It's not about you. It's not about tomorrow, because tomorrow may come, and you may be like one of those per- people that worked at Lehman Brothers, and and they worked forty, eighty, a hundred hours a week, or whatever you know, double shift, didn't go home, and then when they got out off work, they went to go to the bar and had a drink, and because their family was an inconvenience to them at that point because they was making all that money, and then the business goes belly up. Now you've got no job, no money, and what happened to the time? You can't get the time back. Anything can happen. You can be successful and say, man, I got this stack, and I'm ready, and I made all the investments in the world, and your investments go bad. You can't get the time back. And your family's looking at you like, well, you should have been here with us. Now we move on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, but that, that's, that's an example of it not going right. And that happened with example that, of it. Hey, guess what? That happened to everybody who thought that it was going to go right. And it also so, happens well, to the people that, that – and it also happens to the people where it actually succeeded. So I'm, saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying that the, so, the, the sacrifice of time no, happens for both of them. It don't work for some of, people. You're right. And it do for others. I guess there are more – lonely, successful people than there yes. are people than you describe that can work 40 hours a week, make smart investments, have a retirement account, have a 401k, and have a plan, but still go home and be with their wife and kids. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that I don't go. I'm with my family every single day. But the one thing that is not important to me in, at, in this phase of life, and this is what the topic of the show is about, is – that's not a priority to me. 
Okay. Yeah. And, and I don't know what is the I what is you, the risk? What's going to happen is people around you are going to be looking like he ain't no fun. And when you come right. in the room, it's going to be like, ah, here he come. Change the okay. And, and, and I mean, like to that, I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. You can't. Okay, that's fine. Well, see, then then there's nothing we can tell you because if you're fine with that and that's acceptable to you, there's nothing that anybody can say on this phone that's going to change your mind. But that's not true at all either because I get a lot okay. from. People on the <laughs> okay. Well, well, right. well, I'll I'll say this, Malcolm, and, and to Tony's point about tomorrow, um, and that was what I was thinking about. What if you never strike it rich with your investments? Mm-hmm. And yeah. ten, I don't know how. I mean, how long have you been, you know, doing what you do to try to, you know, build? Uh, how, long how long have I been I'm, working on basically getting rich? Yes. I mean, it goes way back. Yes, mm. and you're still not rich, correct? Not, no, I'm not. Not, not where you want exactly. So, to Tony's point, is that okay? Let's say ten years from today, you're mm. still, you know, just just in that mode, but you're 11 year old now, 21. Right. You know, <laughs> and you still have fun and those things, but you you've you've added 10 more years to your marriage. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could have relaxed, if like if I told you that ten years from today, Malcolm, you'll still be in the same place trying to build wealth, wealth, and you will you will not have, you know, bought that stock or whatever it is you do to to make to make you comfortable. So if I told you that today, right. you know, you could sort of relax your mind and get comfortable with doing the as Tony said, the day to day, forty hours, making little investments here and there, having a little fun, these sort of things. And not be focused on building wealth, building wealth. Like that wouldn't be your focus if you if I told you today, Malcolm, that ain't gonna happen ten years from now. Right. But the bottom line is that you can't get the time back. You can't get that ten years back where you had that focus. And yes, you're right. There are people who are focused like a, I mean, like a laser. But you look at their lives. You look at their home life. I mean, there's multiple divorces. The kids mm-hmm. hate them. You know, because they're never around. They're always working, or when they are home, they're on the computer. They disengage. They're like, oh, I'm working. I'm trying to flip this. You know, we got a big deal coming up. Uh, but their kid is, you know, getting married, and they're like, I don't even really know if I want my dad walking me down the aisle because I don't really know this cat. <laughs> that, that, that definitely, that, that absolutely can happen. Um, oh, it does. It, 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 but when you get down to those particular type of details, I'm not talking about something that's going that actually is going to keep me away from my family. I, what I'm talking about, what I'm working on, is being able to be with my family all the time and, and make it make getting rich. That's later though. That's not now. That's, what that's not the saying. second. No, it has to be an imbalance for for a period. Why? It has, it has to be an imbalance. You can do the prescribed methodology uh, in America, meaning you know you go to school, you get a college degree, and you get a you know, a career, a regular career, 40-hour-a-week job where you go to work from 9 to 5 and, and then you leave and you don't have to really think about it anymore. Um, and then perhaps set up a 401K and perhaps be able to retire. You can do that, but what are you really going to pass down to your children? What are you really going to be able to do for your parents? What are you really going to be able to do for the person to the left of you, to the right of you? You, you just you, you you're gonna have a lot of fun. You're gonna have a balanced life, but you're not gonna be able to to take that requirement away from your children, 
Your children are going to have to work. You can't really pass them down. And they're going to have to start over. So what I'm sac- in my mind, what yeah. I'm sacrificing, what, what I'm sacrificing for my, my life and myself, what I'll be able to pass down to them, they won't have to do that. And to me, that's that's why I disagree with you, Malcolm, because I have three oh, children just like you. And mm-hmm. the bottom line is that, I yes, I, I provide for them and all that good stuff, but I am not working my butt off to pass down them a house and a big nest egg and all this stuff. No, I'm not going to pass them. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not giving them – I'm not personally giving them a house. I'm not giving them anything but the knowledge that I've learned how to make millions of dollars in my bathrobe. But you didn't. That's what I'm passing out. Like what we do nowadays, like can't nobody take, you know, your your, your credentials down, your, your, your master's degree. Your son can't take that and build off of that. But if you have something in place, if you have some knowledge that makes a lot of money in place, you can hand him that. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Who's the richest person you probably know right now that you know? The richest person that I know? That you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, not, not that I know nobody, nobody. So hold that on I second, know, hold on. no, I mean, I know oh, of, see, and speak to, but not that I know, that like, you know, like a, that you can like a person like I know, like I would consider an associate of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, nobody is rich. I mean, I don't know who's the richest, but nobody is standout rich. So do you know anybody that's just independently wealthy that has this, that, that you know, that has this lifestyle that you're trying to achieve? Not personally, no. So we can typically say it's a myth. We can typically say that the person that you're trying to meet, but the person that you're trying to meet, you don't even know. You haven't even shook, shook his hand yet. The person that I'm trying to be? Yeah, the person. Or, or you saying, listen, I'm just pursuing. I'm just pursuing a particular methodology of, of, of attaining wealth, and I believe that I can get it because so, I, because so, I'm smart enough, because I'm, because I got oh, the work ethic, because I have the focus and the drive, and God's promise oh, on top of it. I got you. I got you. So let's take a Warren Buffett. Yeah. Let's take somebody like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think he gave his kids? Um, we'll use him because we know he's really caked up, right? Caked yep. up. Yeah, he didn't give them much, not not compared to his wealth. You think but, the kids but, got but, but, but what he did give them, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're rich. No, they're they're rich his money. In, That's in not their money. That's his money. That's his money, yeah. right. That's not their money. They didn't earn right. that money. And he'll tell you. So, so, no, your, no, what, no. What, so tell me, what's your point? The point is the same thing Rodney was saying. You don't say, okay, I'm a, I got all this character. I've developed all this character. I've developed all this work ethic. I've done all this to, 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 to make my family um, um, comfortable. They have a comfortable mm-hmm. life, a comfortable future. To say, yeah. okay, now I'm going to piss it all away and let my kids just be leeches? They, but but, but that's, that's, when it, that's when it comes to raising your children with character. I mean, I, I'm going to develop that. I'm going to instill that in them. In them through their through their upbringing anyway, so I'm not concerned about that. Like my children right now, they're good kids. I don't have a problem with 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 giving nah. them giving nah. them anything. I mean, <laughs> and that's just that's just that's that's just from my my perspective. I mean, I think we're all of around the same age range. We all probably have enough experience. 
and enough insight and wisdom to make rational decisions, right, and rational judgments about people that we deal with. And I absolutely don't have a problem with doing that for my children. What, what do you think that's, how do you think that's going to harm my child to do that? I think it's going to harm your child. Yeah, I think it's going to harm your child. And and the reason why I say this, I'm going to bring up people that are, are successful, that I've listened I'm, I'm going to bring up people that are successful, that I've listened to say, and I'll bring up another person who's Will Smith. Now, we know how, where Will Smith came from, rapping, movies, yada, 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 yada. He mm. told his family, he said, yeah. every morning we all got to get up and go to work and bring something into the house. If you're not bringing nothing into the house, you're being counterproductive. So you better find out what it is that you do. If you're going to act, you're going to sing, you've got to do whatever you've got to do, but you've got to bring something into this house. That's, bringing, that's giving your kids some type of foundation where they don't, they're not dependent on you. It's just like someone you could leave, you could die. Where, where did you – okay, you, okay you I think you misunderstood me. Okay, go ahead. Now, I'm not going to just give them cash and they just can sit down and blow it away. They're going to, they're going to have to work too. Matter of fact – I'm not giving them nothing but the knowledge to go and make the money. I'm not gonna... you, can say, you can say, okay, I'm going to get you a college education as far as you want to go. That's the knowledge. That is, that is well, the way well, you we get We've got knowledge. plenty of examples of that. That's the average, that's the average American. So you right. say you're, you're, you're saying you're not an average American? Are you an average I don't want to be an average American, not at all. <laughs> but, but, but what are you? What are you right now? What am I? What am I right this moment? What are you right now? I'm 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 definitely within the top range and the bottom range of an average American in the sense of in the sense of well, well rather depends on what you're talking about. Are you talking about in thought process or are you talking about in status? No, I'm talking about your perception. You said I don't want to be an average American. So I'm I don't want to I don't want to have the average American life from birth to death. Death meaning eighty, eighty-five years old, and 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 you're living on a on a on a set income in retirement. I got you, I got you. So, so you so mean tell me? Go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, Darren. Go ahead. No, no, no. I I mean, you you and I, Malcolm. Do you think? Do you for one minute think that I am going to live into my retirement that I get from work? Do you think that I'm going to? I, I mean, if you want to be real about it, between between, Dan, you are blessed. You know, in my opinion, you are blessed and you are anointed. You make relationships, uh, rather, not even you make somehow, some way, relationships evolve from you being who you are. You're not, you're not, you're not gonna, you're gonna be rich because I'm gonna be rich. The information that I'm gonna hand to my kids, you're gonna get that. So you're gonna be rich too. No, you're not going to live into your 80s. You're going to be wealthy, too, because I'm so, going to okay, be wealthy. And, mm. Okay, so do, mm-hmm. you, so do you believe, do you believe that since, and you know I'm going to be wealthy because I feel like that, you know, because I feel like I'm already wealthy from where, mm. where, where, where God has me. But, and, and it's not, wealth is not only money, and, yeah. and, and it's, not, it's not even, that's not even a part of it. And I mean, it's a it's a big piece of it, but it's not everything. Just like in the marriage, sex is not not everything in the marriage is just sex, but it's a big piece of it. But it's it's all about the spending time and caressing and rubbing feet and all that other stuff too. 
But mm-hmm. the point I'm but I, but the point I'm trying to make is I'm going to obtain that, and and are and I am I, already I'm there. Saying, I'm saying what happiness? I'm, no, I'm already happy too. Well, what, what okay, I'm, so what part are you talking about obtaining? Because yeah, there's got to be something that. you don't have now. Well, going to work every morning, I have to do that, or every evening. I have not every evening, but I have to go to work. It's going mm-hmm. to be a time period in my, and I'm happy to go to work, but it's going to be a time period in my life that that's not going to have to happen. But whether it happens or not, I am happy. Malcolm said he ain't happy going to that 40-hour work, 40-hour yeah. work. And, 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 I, and I got that. I got that. But where I am now, where I am now, I, I find happiness in it because I am going to be happy regardless. Even when but I got but, fired but from my just, job. Let's put a pause on that. Uh, go ahead. No, even when I got fired from my job. You're the first person I call, and I was like, well, I just got to be where God got me, and I know he's not going to leave me right here, so I'm going to be happy in what I'm doing. I'm going to finish this book. Hey, but then well, how is it that you're not going to be working no more? Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. That, that, that's, I agree with the brother. It's Stanley here. I agree with the brother when he's talking about because I got fired also from a job, and that was a big lesson for me of teaching me that I am not wealthy. I am basically putting my life in other people's hands. And once you put your life in other people's hands when it comes financially, you're not free. You're, you're, you're putting your life in other people's hands. So that's, you are absolutely. not wealthy. You are not wealthy. You are nothing, that person. That person could fire you. That person could jeopardize your whole family. That person could destroy everything that you worked on mm-hmm. just because oh, I didn't get paid, or just because the company did that. I would say 90% of Americans are with this. So until you are not free with this, which I call basically slavery in my eyes, and if you're not free of being able to uh, be able to financially be able to satisfy your family and satisfy your, your life, I agree with him. You, you, you were poor. No, no, listen, 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 listen. You're talking about two different things, and I get what you're saying, Standard. It makes sense because, uh, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurship. We're talking about making your own money, not depending on anyone, being totally self-sufficient, and you can go out and make your own money without no punching the clock, nothing. I get that. What he's saying is what will you sacrifice? Will you sacrifice your family to achieve that goal? Will you sacrifice your marriage? How how far are you willing well, I'm not to sacrifice that's, that's, to get that, to that? That was the that's why I asked the initial question. Like what, sacrificing my family sounds like you mean sacrificing daily happiness as if I have a regular forty hour a week job that in my situation is going to never pretty much having full on balance. I'm sacrificing that. I don't consider that sacrificing my family though. Yeah, and, and I would agree with you. Would you rather Would you rather have sacrifice, let's say, five years of your family or 40 years? Would you rather go to your family and say, you know what, I'm going to do a huge sacrifice, but the five years I'm going to do a sacrifice is going to be for the rest of my life. I'm going to have total freedom. I'm going to be able right. to spend the whole time with my wife and my kids and everything because I sacrificed five years, or let are you going to have that... That, let me ask the question. Or are you going to do, which a lot of people do, 25 years of working hard and everything and having your boss calling you on the 26 years and telling you, you know what, we need to cut. 
and coming back to your family and having nothing to look forward to. Well, then that's, that's mistakes that you made in your investments along the way. I mean, it is what it is. We all, we all have the same 24 hours in a day to find out how to make investments, how to save money, how to save up for that rainy day if something happens. If we don't do that, shame on us. But what I'm saying is that five years is not guaranteed. If that was a five-year plan, well, we can all say we're going to invest five years, and at the end of those five years, we're going to have success for the rest of our lives, we would all do it. And that no. five years wouldn't be six years, it wouldn't be seven years, it wouldn't be ten years. It would be five years done, we're maxed. And now we don't have to worry about it for the rest of your life. But you know when you sacrifice that five years and you're not to that place, you're like, well, let me give it another two years. Let me give it another three years. Then it's 10 right. years. Then it's 20 years. You're stuck in there because, of, because you can never make enough money. But that's Tony, have you, that, that, you got to ask yourself, have you ever done it? Because on paper, it's different. What you're going to do, if you're, really putting your, if you're really putting your all into it, you're going to be gathering so much knowledge. There's so much conditioning. Knowledge. Your, your plan no, is going to actually kind of change, and you're going to find an outlet to make that thing work. Man, because you're going to be developing and growing. You're going to be coming. You're actually becoming a more powerful okay, person. Hold on, hold on. Okay, I, okay, I so agree with that person. I agree oh, with what he's on, saying because I, I'm hold a perfect on. example of what he's talking about. I I've you. learned well, more in one year either. of being. Go ahead. But you're not married. We, we, we're talking no, about... No, no, I'm not married, but I, I have learned more in one year of people that I know who are engineering and everything. I've learned more in one year of being entrepreneur than working 10 years in IT. You're right, but listen... I've learned more in one year of how to make real money and having people and going to meetings of people who are rich, who are wealthy, who are telling me, I didn't get all the degrees in the world to become this. Who are showing me things? Who are telling me to do this, do that, and everything? That I wish everybody would do. That is better than college degree of telling me how to make money now, how to have multiple ways to make money, not to depend, like you say, to funding and everything. How to make money? Perfect example: Amazon, Kindle books, twenty hundred ways to make money, and having all those money coming from different sides and everything. Having twenty places, having two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars from twenty sides. You think after knowing that, you're going to really be stressed about, I need to save money? If you have 20 listen, places listen. that's giving you 300 or $400, which are the rich, that's how the rich become richer. They have 400 places, and they don't care. If you have four or 500 places that gives you 100 or 300 bucks, you think you're every day, you think you're going to be having a problem financially? But look at it, you're sacrificing. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. And, Tony, I know you're about to say something, and I want you to say what you're going to say, but I want you to tell these brothers how you not, – not the same way that uh, – oh, man, he just dropped. I was going to just kick him off. But the fact mm. that Tony, in a sense, has been there and done that, and I'll wait for him to, to, to come back. Um, because so what I, what, go ahead, go ahead, Darren. While he comes back, no, it it was it was just that what you're sacrificing, what you're sacrificing when you have a family, a wife and kids, you're putting every emotion that they have and say, look, your emotions of being with me or your wants of being with me or wanting me to spend time with you has to go on the back burner for now until I get this thing going and rocking and popping, and. Right you probably can't afford that because then at the end of the day, 
you're going to still be unhappy because they're not going to be there or you're going to have mixed them. I've I seen this movie. I think it was called Remote Control with uh, Adam Sandler. And um, he had this remote control that will fast forward him doing all those arguments during dinner time and, and, and so on and so forth. But uh, once he slowed it down, he, he was fast forwarding his life to, to, to fit whatever he wanted to do, go play golf or, or go to the movies or get out of his wife's face or fast forward to an argument. Well, in reality or in real time, when that happens, you know, you're you're missing – those are the important times when you need to be there. He missed his kids' birthdays. He missed his kids growing up. And by the time they was grown, he didn't know anybody. He didn't know his wife. He didn't know anybody. But um, and that's what you're that's what you're sacrificing. And I just but that's not that's just, not happening. That's not happening to me. If if that is what I'm sacrificing, that's not what's happening. But that's not what your that's not what your wife thinks though. Yeah, and that's what. I, and now that Tony's back, I want to give him the opportunity. He was trying to get something in there, but Tony, I want you to tell these brothers. Um, how you really been there and, and done this, you know, as far as the whole making money and being caked up. This guy fell off again. He must have a bad line. Um, you know, he's been there and done that. I wanted him to explain that, um, but I guess he got a, a, a bad line. Go ahead, Malcolm. You were saying? Well, well yeah, it's not, it's not just about making money. It's about making money very, very, very easily. Now, I'm not just talking about... Like what I'm trying to was taking what I'm putting a whole lot of effort into, a whole lot of energy, a whole lot of focus into, is establishing a way to make money right next to my wife in the morning, every day. I got that. I I, I got that. So so, so it's not about just making money. It's about establishing a. It's about working hard to develop a lifestyle that that's the that's truly the American dream. I yeah. got that. So, so is Tony back on the line? No, he's not. Um, no. But if if and I got that. So let's say if it if it's six years from now it happens, mm-hmm. you got two you got two eleven year olds, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be seventeen years old, eighteen going on on the way out the house. Now you are saying I got it. We're ready. What do you think? But see, well, you you the way you're talking, it sounds like you believe that I'm like physically never here or something. Like I'm going like no, 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 months no, no. at I a know, time. I know mm-hmm. she's there. I'm talking about what your wife is saying. I'm talking about why are you bringing? Well, why are the kids? Why are you talking about the kids then? Because it's the kids and the wife. Because it's it's not. I mean, Jalen, he's smooth, and at least they're just so smooth. You're right. They are cool, smooth kids, but. When your wife says, uh, Malcolm, we have to go here and do this for the kids, I can't because i got to work on this. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about from her perspective, not mm-hmm. from the kids' perspective, but from mm-hmm. her perspective, the kids are 17, you didn't, go, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you know, where have you been? And now she's ready to leave with the kids because she's not satisfied with the, with the lack of time that you spent with her or supposedly that fun that you were supposed to have been having with her. It was neglected. So now, but that's not. The, not that, but but since since we're talking about my particular situation, that's that's not the case. That ain't the case. I'm not talking about starting something now, and then you're telling me what's going to happen. I've already been doing it for a long time, and none of what you're talking about is not the case. I do make it to 
their events. I do see them, and I do do homework with them, and I do do all that stuff. Right, right, right. But from her perspective, I'm saying. I don't care about about her perspective like that if it ain't true. And the the question I would ask you, even from her perspective, you're making it sound like he should sacrifice his life or his happiness. Let's say he's not happy that he does not want to work the 40 hours and have the average life, like he says. So you're telling me that he should sacrifice that for his family? That he should sacrifice his own happiness, his own thing, and say, you know what, I think I deserve more than this and just working 40 hours a week and coming home and this and that just to please her, 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 his wife and his kids? Hey, Stan, Ooh, let okay. me take it a step further. I'm, and the choice is him. And, and by the same thing, you're supporting him by doing that. I, I, refuse, I refuse to work around which, which she doesn't understand. I'm not going to adapt to her level of of which she understands. If it's beyond that, like I said earlier, she'll just have to get dragged through the process, and when we get there, she'll be happy. Wow. You make it sound like, uh, which a lot of men do, uh, a lot of men do sacrifice their dream for the wife or for the kids, sacrifice who they are, really, for their Can I ask a question? What is the industry that you're working with? You tell me. You how, how do I? How do I? You talking about me? Yeah. yeah. What is the industry? It's trade uh, dealing with with the stock market. Wow. Day trade, day trading or long term? Yeah, day trade, sitting in my home. Yeah, trading on my computer. Day trading. Yeah. So that's your long term goal. That's your rich goal. That's the plan. How you gonna be rich? That's that's part of it. That's what that's how gonna fuel the other thing. Hey, what's the other part? What's the other part? Um, That's part after of it. I attain cash to invest, money makes money. Invest in different things. Invest in real estate. Invest in the Redskins. Invest in anything. I mean, I'm how long you been day trading? What I want to do it. How long you been day trading? That that, that 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 right there is almost is actually kind of irrelevant. It, considering I'll be I'll be prepared to make the move when that time now comes. You're saying, but listen, well, what you're saying is. See, a lot of things that I'm hearing is future tense. So, but how long have you been actually doing your work in your plan right now? Day um, I, I, well, if you like, I said it's been a long time. It's been, I, I mean, because this, this, what I'm talk, what I'm doing, it takes, it takes a it's lot so of mental simple, man. Five years, well, six years, grade, two years, one year, three years, four it's years. About this, this phase of what I've been working on and thinking about since since middle school. Yeah. This particular so thing, day trading literally, literally trading since 08. <laughs> so you've been day trading since 08? Yes. Okay. Because, see, see, what you said was you sacrificed, you're going to sacrifice five years. And then... I didn't say, I didn't say okay, if you want to know from me, I'm going sac- to put a time frame on it. I'm going to sacrifice till it happens. So it, yeah. it could be five years, okay. it could be ten, it could be two. Okay, all right. All right. Can, uh, you know what? I got to get these voices down. Who was just speaking? That's Malcolm. Which one? Malcolm. Uh, no, no, the host. Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony. Okay. Yeah. Here, here, here's what Tony's trying to say, and, and I'm not saying Tony's right. This is just what he's trying to say, which I agree with, but I no. You're, you're your own person, Malcolm. I, I believe Tony's trying to say is you, your, your goal as dad, as father, is to build your scrapbook. Your goal as dad, as father, is to uh, make the legacy 
through the eyes of the kid. Now I know what day trading is. You're trying to hit. I know that. You you you're on the crap you on you 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 on your knees on, on, on the crap dice every That's day right. and you're trying to hit. Every I'm day. not I'm not every mad day. at that. I'm not mad at that. If you were saying you were doing long term investments, I would agree with you over Tony. Because long term yeah. investments make or have have a lot of research before you drop a dime, and you know what I'm saying. But you day trading, so you know. I mean, you can't hit. You 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 could be a millionaire tomorrow. I don't know. But my point is, and I think Tony's point is, the scrapbook should be more important. The photo album should be more important than this. And, well, my, yeah, my my photo, you know, my my scrapbook. It, it, it goes beyond me. It goes to my children and it goes to the grandchildren. Like, I don't, this is not just for me. This is for everybody. This is to the people above me, beneath me, to the left of me, and to the right of me. Somebody in my bloodline, somebody attached to me needs to do it. Somebody in, a, in, somebody, somebody in somebody's family has to make the sacrifice to change it for the family. I'm not understanding what you're saying by needs to do. Needs to do what? Needs to day trade? Basically, I think that this person wants to do a legacy. Hey, Tony, Tony, Tony. I got to ask this question. Tony, are you serious? When I say need to do it, you mean, you think I'm saying everybody, are you serious? When you say need to do it, because I'm going to ask you, are you serious? You said everybody needs to do it. I'm trying to figure out what you mean by needs to do. Needs to do what? He, he he talking about change change the uh, change the pattern of what of of whatever his. Oh right, just being a regular employee dying and and everybody else after you doing the same thing. Yeah, leave a legacy. That, that's what he's talking about, leaving a legacy. No, I understand that, but that's a that's a beautiful thing. That's what we want to do. We want to leave a legacy. We want to do whatever he's talking about. That's what we want to do. I'm not disagreeing with that, but it's at what cost. Is the question? Well, somebody asked me. I mean, I guess you know, you know, you know what Martin Luther King did. You know, Martin Luther King. He sacrificed his. He sacrificed his family, right? He he he. Somebody had to do it. And and one of the reasons that I that Martin Luther King had to do it, and the reason that I have to do it, it has to do with having the aptitude to do it. He had it. He had it. Now, if he didn't exercise what he had, so he could. Be with his family. Maybe he changed. He changed the lives for his his kids and his grandkids. He had to do it. I have to. Yeah, do it. but he also got killed. Think about mm. it. He also got Ooh. shot in the hotel, dude. Coming so home. Yeah, but the, the sacrifice what? that he did. How the is sacrifice that? Wait, 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 wait. But the sacrifice that he did changed the whole the whole history of America. So is that was, the sacrifice that you made? But if, if no. you become Martin Luther King. If you think out everything that he did, I'm sorry, we wouldn't we wouldn't have what we have right now. I understand okay, what yeah. you're saying. Let me but are we talking about are we talking about on that level? Or are we talking let about me. on a personal level? What what are we talking about here? But it was personal let me have, for him. Let me have Tony. Malcolm, what are you doing outside of day trading to to back Thank to you. manifest his uh, legacy? The the okay for, I mean the particular plan the day trading is what's going to make the money to right. invest in whatever else I want to. So simultaneously, what's going on outside of the day trading? You saying how am I paying my bills and like no, all no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to get in your personals. I'm talking just on your system. 
because you and I agree you got a system. So I'm saying outside of your day trading system, what else is manifesting this? Uh, hard work and dedication. Okay. I think Tony. Well, I think I, I what think what Tony's mean? trying to say is maybe or well no not Tony me. What I'm trying to say is maybe you should put some uh, other things in play to also generate this so you can you think, step away. Why, why do you think that when you have no idea of any of you don't know anything? You're, you so why do you anything. think? No, no, I'm not attacking. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm not attacking. Hold on, hold on. I'm not attacking. That's why I asked you that you have it. I, I, know, I, I know you're not attacking me, and I'm not attacking you either. I'm just asking an honest question. Like, how can you really even make that suggestion? You don't know the progress or lack of progress at this point. No, so no, I, I understand. Really, I understand. Let me ask you a question. Is that fair for me to make that No, no, it is. It is. Let me answer your question. Because in business, and and all of us who who, who do it to some degree, we know we make money so we can touch it less. So if I make uh, $1,200 on on, on this event, me personally, I go out and hire two or three people so I don't have to do X, Y, Z for the next situation. And so I'm, I'm asking if you got... XYZ happening, and when that money comes in, do you have some mechanism where you take yeah, $100 yeah, it's, it's or $2? Beautiful, the, the beautiful thing about investing is it's all based on leverage. I'm going to take that and roll it back into it. And, but, and it's but, beautiful. But, but, I, mean, the talk, like, I think it's kind of irrelevant about my method as well, but since we're talking about my method. No, 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 no. I think you misunderstand it, brother. Don't, 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 don't go that route. I, what I'm trying to ask is, Instead of when you get revenue, you put it back into day trading. What I'm asking is, do you take the revenue and go build a website that is uh, creating some other type of revenue for you, or do you take yeah, that yeah, revenue? Probably, I mean, like go- I'm saying, that's, that's that's the particulars, but it'll probably be real estate. But that's irrelevant because the thing uh, that I can make the most money on is in, is rolling the money back into investing in stocks. Well, I'm gonna go back to make money quicker. I'm going to go back to listening, but good, good luck with it, bro. I mean, I hope it works. Yeah, I'm going to go back to listening, so, so you can show us how, how, how that, you know. I'm going back to listening. The crazy thing about it is that ain't, that's not what's going to happen because it takes so much blood, sweat, and tears. I ain't going to hand it over. I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you how to put I, I in your work. <laughs> I'll tell you how to go out there and work and just practice all that like I did and keep motivated. Because it wouldn't work. But I, I'll say this, and just to tie this back to, and I, I do want Tony to say what he needs to say, um, because, Tony, you can actually relate to this, um, yeah. not to the day trading piece, but you can relate to the piece on the effects on the marriage. And going back to your heyday, when you was kicked up, you know, running the yard back when you were selling cars, I mean, from that experience, I think you can relate and tell them the other side, okay, where was the sacrifice when you weren't home but you were caked up? The money was right. The money was, am I right? Am I making this up? Like what happened on the home front when you was killing it at the car dealer? Yeah, the, the home front was hurting. The home front was injured. And I didn't know, and I didn't, well, I'm not going to say I didn't care, but I thought that I was doing the right thing. And, yes, we went to the mall and bought whatever they saw. It was ridiculous. And I'm not talking about from selling cars, from a finance manager to sales manager to a whole nine yards. And the money was always there. 
but it wasn't about the money, but I was blinded by it. And I thought that life was about being able to provide and get to buy the big house and the nice cars and whatever you want. And then you turn around and say, come on, let's go to Tyson's or let's go. That's how I found out about all these places, Tiffany's, Tyson's, we shopping at all of that. But at the end of the day, my kids didn't have me because I worked 12 hours, 14 hours, 15 hours a day. And when I got off work, I went, looked a little booty shaking, a couple drinks. So by the time I got home, they were asleep. So there was no homework. There was no ballets. There was no nothing. I got one day a week off if I didn't have to go in and Sunday. So by the time I got home Sunday, I don't want to talk to no kids, talk to no wife. I don't want to do any of that. I was just too exhausted. You know what I mean? But the money was good. Everything appeared to be good. Well, people were outside looking in. They were like, oh, man, y'all got it good. Young cat making all this cash look good. But my family was suffering. You see what I'm saying? So now I know that they need me here, not on the job site. Because at the end of the day, I don't work at that job anymore. I'm not, I'm not even in that industry anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I did all that for what? That's the whole point. That, that's, that's my whole point. Like, you didn't have a, a particular plan. Like, my, my whole thing in this effort is to be that I don't have to work no more, that I can stay home all day. I tried it. I actually did it. I was at home all day. And, and, and that's, that's the difference between your story you are actually chasing the dollar. I'm chasing freedom. Exactly. That, okay, so so let me tell you, let me tell you my perception and my view of wealth. Okay, for me, my view of wealth is me sitting at a table with my wife and my grandkids and all my family around me. That's my vision of me being wealthy. To me, that's a wealthy man. When I see men that have achieved that goal, they got their family, everybody's healthy, the kids have gone to college, they're doing what they're supposed to do, the family's around, everybody's happy and healthy and one, to me, that's wealth. All the money in the world can't buy that. So you can chase it, do whatever you want to think that you can get it, but at the end of the day, if your family ain't right, on the right path, you're going to be chasing the wrong thing. That's the only thing I'm saying. And and, and leave now, because I'm I'm not mad at you. Uh, I've just never seen nobody really do it and and find that synergy like the brother just described. Uh, it, there's always a sacrifice because you know that I, I've never seen it. So and you I've know, never seen it either. That's a you know, but, but but I'm not mad at you. I, I want you to get there. Uh, but if if like what Tony is suggesting, if you one day feel. You know, maybe I'm overextending. Don't be scared to say, well, you know, well, let me draw back a little bit. Because to back up, to back up, uh, you know, my man, my man Malcolm, uh, I've seen him make four thousand dollars in twenty minutes. I, I've seen it, but but the but to to you see him point, lose four thousand dollars in twenty minutes. No, no, I said I've seen him make it in How much have you seen him lose? How much, right. how, much, right. how much have you seen him it, lose it, in five minutes? But that's, 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 it, that, it, those it, are irrelevant it, it, arguments because that's just the process. That's the no, process no, that's of listen, learning. This, this, and, and that's what I'm saying. This is, this is, what, this is from my, what, what I've seen. But what I'm, what I'm also saying to, to Tony's point is, you know, um, it's not like you're chasing it, but what you're what you're losing in the process is more than money from your wife's perspective 
you know, if this is going to drain your a lot of your energy, is this going to take all of the energy, including the energy that you're supposed to be giving to her? If that mm-hmm. drains her, her energy, then that's not happiness is what Tony is saying, and that's what I'm saying. It's I, not, I, I, it's, I, I agree with it. I call it sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-mm. But that's but, not what but, she call it. If she says, but I'm saying, but I'm like saying, that, I'm saying that's what she has to do. She has to sacrifice that because to me, for me to stop, it's, it's just to me. If for me to stop, that in my brain is like it's like death. That means that minute. I have to go to work like a regular person <laughs> for thirty years or forty years or something, and that's just nothing that I'm. That's just, I'm not going to do that. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Now, what, what if you did stop? I mean, what if you literally say, you know what, wifey, you know, this is, I'm going to stop this. I haven't hit it rich since middle school. I've been day trading since middle school, and I just ain't, this ain't working for me. How would she respond to that? Would she say, no, you've been at this so long, you need to go until you hit. What, what, she would probably, probably think something is wrong with me. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's, that's the point. She would think something is wrong with me because she knows what I'm about. Well, would she appreciate if you came to her and the 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 result of that is more um, you are there in your home, but you'll be – I know the, the day trading stuff, you talked about aptitude earlier. That stuff is not easy. It's kind of complicated. Yeah. It's a lot of number flipping in your mind all the time, and – the markets don't sleep. You know, when we off, the Japanese and the, the overseas markets is up. So it's a constant 24-7, you know, grind where you're thinking about these numbers. What if that's all of that true. went away? That, that's, not, that's not true. That, that's what it is when you're learning. How, okay, I'll put it like this. I'll compare it to a, a really successful lawyer, right, and a really, really hugely successful lawyer for a, a period of time he was. He, he. It cost him a lot of money. He made a lot of mistakes. But after he learned everything he needs to know, even when it comes to reading people and reading a jury and reading and arguing, he he reaches a level where it's, it's a cakewalk. You, a, a person that don't know how to do it, they can look at him and they and they can see how hard it is. But he paid his dues. Now it's it's, it's easy selling. So that's true. In the learning process, that's not true when you basically reach the master process. When you reach the master process, it's the easiest thing on earth to make money. It's, like, actually unbelievable. Are you, yeah, that's the part. That's the part. Are you at the master process yet? Are you at the master process yet? No, I'm not at the master process yet because I'm still working. I'm not at the master process yet because I don't got a million dollars in my bank account. But, see, oh, that's, okay. that, that's where um, – it, it gets a loss for me because hypothetically, if you or or, or if I make uh, two grand, uh, just as a businessman, I may go back fifteen hundred back into day trading, but I'm going to take five hundred and go put it into my other stream of income that got something else jumping off, and I think that you know whatever your plan is, and that's not my business, but. If, if if I do it like somebody asked me the other day, they said, uh, uh, what can I do online? And I said, well, what is your three-second sale? And it says three-second sale. I said, you need to explain to a customer in three seconds why they should buy whatever you're running with and put that online, whatever your gift is. It doesn't matter. So if I took the 500 
from the two G's and put into a website to create something XYZ that's generating me some more money, then every time I hit like that, now I got these seven streams, and I understand the ultimate goal is the real estate to, to combine with it. But I guess maybe there should be some other mechanisms in play. Real estate is not ultimate goal. So you can't. No, I, I'm just, I'm just hype. It's just a hypothetical. I'm not getting in your business, but I'm just saying hypothetical. I think those things in play can get you to say, "Oh yeah, I step away from it today to go." Well, deep. you know, ultimately, it, I think the discussion is not so much about day trading or or any of that. It's about putting a whole lot of effort into something to try to make it better for your family. Pretty much sacrificing your family for a season or rather balancing your family for a season. That's the argument, right? That rather sacrificing balance for your, your family for a season is worth right, it. Right, right. Over, if, I, I think the way I'm getting it is if it takes too much time away from the family to where the family is impacted and the person doesn't realize it. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And I, and it's I not even, well, for me, it's not, I, I totally realize it. I'm not concerned about it because that's just what it is. That's just what it is. I mean, I'm a Christian, and I mean, if you really, just to get real deep about it, I think that this life, eternity is what's really important. That's correct. With that being said, that this life is not as important to me. I don't care that... I don't care that my son suffers for a little while. I, I don't care watching him suffer for a little while. I think it builds character. Now, I'll sit there. I'm not going to let him die. I'm not going to let him get physically hurt. I don't mind him being challenged and it being hard for him because of one reason or another. He knows that I love him to death. He knows that I'm there for him. He knows everything I have, he has. So I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with my wife having to be strong to get through this process with me. Because I can tell you this much, when it happens, she's going to be claiming, she's going to say it out loud that we're blessed. When she's able to give her friends who have been struggling because they have broken homes, when she's able to do whatever she wants to for them, she's going to tell them, I'm blessed. Here, you take some. Well, what is this fun topic? I'm I'm kind of confused. What's the topic called? It's fun. It's fun. Well, it's and, not and, fun. and the reason, and, and just fun. so you understand how come I interjected <laughs> this, is because I sacrificed fun. That's how yes. this whole topic came up. Oh, you yes. sacrificed yes. fun. Yes. 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 And, going back, and, and going back to, and, and you said it five times, Malcolm, about how I, and I'll speak for me, I look at it, you know, I have three children just like you have three children, and my three children are going to have to find their own way. And what I mean by that is that if the Married Men Don't Talk show strikes it rich or whatever or, or something happens and I, I don't play the lottery, but if I hit the lottery, some, I mean, they still have to get up and find their own. They're not going to just be hanging on to daddy's money. They need to find their own way in this world. So I'm not interested in building a quote-unquote legacy for them to pass. That, that, I'm interested in building character, integrity in them so they can go out after they graduate high school, after they graduate college, after they get a master's, whatever they want to do, and then they can make their own way. Like you said, start from scratch, because that's what I did. You know, But why would you want your son or daughter to start from scratch instead of teaching them to bring the legacy that you're bringing to them to become bigger and bigger? 
Because if we take what an example of, uh, if we take an example in America, Walmart started that way. Walmart started by the uncle, by by the person who did Walmart, and bought and did a legacy to his son. And now Walmart is the biggest thing since sliced bread in the world. How he did that way. He didn't go to his son and he said, "You're going to start from scratch." He taught his son how to do a business so he could grow it bigger. And his son took the business and grew it bigger. And his son's going to give it to another son, and they're going to go bigger and bigger and bigger. Why would you want your son want and daughter Walmart. to struggle? What if he doesn't want Walmart and he wants to be an? Oh, artist? if he doesn't want Walmart, that's what a different thing. What if he wants thing. to be a? Well, a lot of times that's what it is. That's what he's saying. I can't say, okay, I built this big radio show and I want you to be a, 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 no. a radio personality. I don't want to be a radio personality. I want to be a skateboarder. I want to be like okay. Tony Hawk. No, no, you that's know? not what Stan is saying. Stan is saying the son, the son came to the father. The father did not dictate it. The son gotcha. came to the father. Yeah, and he's not only saying that, he's also saying you're on your own, and and, and you're going to go. We've got to stop with this. We're supposed to be, every generation that's after you is supposed to have it better than you. They're not supposed to have it worse than you. Every generation is supposed to. That's how your father, your father or mother, you want your next, your son and daughter to have it better than you, not worse. Okay, so listen, so listen. Hold on, hold on, right. Go ahead. Rodney. Yeah. I got it. Okay. So let's talk Go about ahead. Walmart. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm Bill Walmart or whatever his name is. Right? Sam Walton, I think. Yeah. Sam <laughs> Walton. And I own Walmart. I'm the man. Uh-huh. Yep. And I want to give it to my kids. Am I going to bring my kid in as an executive of Walmart or what's the first job he's going to have? A cashier or something? Yeah, most of those families live. He's going to learn what, what it is to be a cashier. He's going to learn diff- different things. He's going to learn every facet of the, no, hold the on, hold business. On, hold on, Stan. What's the yeah. lowest job at Walmart right now? What would you say? Janitor. Janitor. A janitor. 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 So you're going to be a janitor? You're going to be a cashier? You're going to know every aspect of that. I'm not going to walk in and give you the keys to the city. You're going to know. So when you that. Get to... Nobody never said that. Nobody it sounds like you're saying, though. I'm going to, like, okay, first off, you have to understand that if an individual puts in all the effort to get there, he totally, he totally respects work ethic. He's not going to disrespect, I'm not going to disrespect my son and set him up for failure that way. I'm going to train him up to take over, to take whatever I got. And it doesn't even I'm have to be saying. my same lane, but it's going to be the same thought process of work ethic paying dues and all that, and hand it to them. If I have the formula for Coca-Cola, I'll give it to my child. You know what I mean? And, and, and I don't, I'm not going to make him go out there and figure out his own formula for Coca-Cola. I'll give it to him, but, I'll, but I'm going to train him up the right way. I'm not going to hand him all my cash and say, do what you want to do, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the wisdom to make millions, and I'm going to train him in that. But if you don't know how to make millions, what you're going to train him up in? You're going to send him to college, and he's going to do exactly what you did. I don't, I don't want my son to have to do that. And then have to argue and, and struggle with his family because he has to figure out how to make it in his life. Exactly. Wow. But you will give him the option if that's what he wants to do, right, Malcolm? Say that one more time. But you will give him the option if he says, Dad, that's what I want to do. 
A thousand percent. Absolutely. Why? Like you, that to me, it's almost offensive to think, to think that I, that I, that you wouldn't set your kid up for failure, but I would set mine up for failure. No, it's not that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's not that. Nobody on this phone said that they would set their kid up for failure. You no, no, no. You said you wouldn't, and me doing what I, it's implied that me doing what you think that I'm going to do would be setting them up for failure. Well, listen, listen, listen. So, 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 if my goal right now, right, so let's just say all my kids are grown, but if, 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 if my goal was to send my kid to, to see them through high school, see them through college, and maybe grad school. If that's my plan for them, to say, okay, this is what you these are the options that you have. You have to complete at least at least a bachelor's degree in college. You at least have to do that. And then you want to go further education, we'll talk about that. If that's my plan versus your plan right now where you're like, Well, I'm day trading and one day I'm gonna be rich. So one day when I get rich, I'm gonna make sure that my kids are gonna be rich. Which plan is the one that's gonna be more stable? I'm sorry, it doesn't guarantee it's not because your children are going to have a bachelor's degree, especially with the economy right now. You know, there's people who have bachelor's degree who are basically working at Second Cup or Starbucks or McDonald's. Come on. Okay. We know that. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't well, guarantee on. anything for bachelor's degree. Way. Let me ask you a different way. And I said bachelor's degree to be the minimum. Let me ask a different way. Which way has been proven to work in more households? Mm. I'm, a, I'm probably oh, going okay, to get rich Tony, or, okay, this, I'm going to get a college degree. Tony, what if, what if you knew how to actually, say, real estate? You knew really how to f- basically flip real estate. I'm talking how to do the construction and all that other stuff. You're actually a self-made millionaire several times over in it. And you, wouldn't you train your child in that? How to buy, sell, flip, do you know pretty much everything from A to Z. If you had that wisdom, passing hey, hey, is not a problem. Hey, listen and to and what the I'm other hearing, question though. I would add you with this. The other question I would add you with this. Do you really think that it's the people that have the most degree that are the richest in the world? I'm not. You can't. You can't downplay a college degree on this phone. No, no, no. Okay. I'm asking you the question and because you're, 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 you're acting like Tony, you're acting Tony like you think. About rich. Uh, uh, are you telling me that I'm you not think talking that about no, no, I'm, I'm, not I'm not talking about wealthy, rich, rich, financially independent, like you said. How about self-employed or good? Do you think that it is the people who are the most college-educated people that are wealthy? Gentlemen, gentlemen, let me meet you guys halfway in the middle. We, we have two different philosophies of life, like Islam and Christianity, okay? So the, as, a, as a guy who used to be a counselor, I, I tell people all, all, this all the time. In your successes, champion how you did it. Great. In your failures, admit how you did it. That's all I say, because I'm listening to you guys, and I appreciate everybody's view, but it's a little futile in that Malcolm's stuff is still undeveloped. We don't know whether it's going to pan out or not. So Malcolm will have to deal with that uh, revelation of success and or whatever. I'm not going to speak that other thing into his system, but he's going to have to deal with that as far as, you know what, maybe I should have. Same thing with Stan, same thing with me, same thing with everybody. I just I just look at it as his stuff is still uncharted. If he feels he'll be different, you know, maybe he'll write the book. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You take that. Yeah, because that, that's the thing that the, we have to, if you have a son, you have to teach that way also. You can't teach it, it's just the college way, because then that, they're going to come, some of the kids come back to their parents and are mad as hell. I've done your thing. I went to university. Okay. Okay. I went to get okay. a master's so let's degree. Say, Look what let's happened say you to have me. a son that's got a wicked jump shot, and you're like, man, you're going to be the next Michael Jordan. You're going to be the next LeBron James, mm-hmm. right? And he's really good. The scouts want him. College wants him. He's got everything lined up because he's that good, right? Then he gets hurt. What's he going to fall back on? The one thing they can't take from you is your education. You make mm-hmm. sure they have that education as a minimum. Yeah, sure, you may, you may develop the next, the, the next Coke product, which is fine. You say, well, I got this Coke product, but guess what? I've got a college-educated ed- son that's going to come and run this Coke company. Not some kid that, you know, was waiting for me to make it, and I finally mm. made it. But he just sitting around waiting for me to make it, playing Sony PlayStation or whatever it is. Right, so sometimes we got to think, of a, at a bare minimum, they got to be educated. So we can never discount education. I have a daughter that graduated college last year, right? So she doesn't need me, and that's a good thing for me. If she calls me, she might want something, but she don't need me. She's, she's made it so once she gets in her, she's in her field, and she's going to flourish at some point to where she needs to be. And if this radio show, whatever I'm doing, gets, gets, gets big and I can help her, that's fine. But right now the foundation is laid. That's what I'm talking about. It's not a pipe dream. It's a reality. Well, I, I hope for you that it goes there because a lot of parents planned the same way you did. And I'm sorry to say they had all the diploma in their way. And I know family personally that spend the money, kids went to college, did the master's degree and everything have no job work, you have nothing going for them. Well, they don't live the same generation compared. They don't live the same generation as there's not a company opening their door and saying, We're impressed because you have a bachelor's degree, we're gonna pay you sixty thousand dollars, which a lot of kids believe too, or seventy thousand, because you just got your master's degrees. So the point that you're making is a valid point. So what else does it take? To get you in that door with the and uh, and we both agree, not a college education is not the only thing that you need because there's other kids that got college education. So what is it going to take? Then the foundation that you've given them along the way, the example that you've given them along the way, so they can get in there and be a positive, shining light to a company. What company says, you know, you'll be an asset to me along with your college degree. I don't want my son to work say, for the company. Huh? I don't want my son to be an employee. Okay, that's fine. Or, or, or if, if, if my son becomes <laughs> an employee, I always want him to believe that you're an employee. You do not, you do not own up to basically put your life to this because as an employee, you don't have ownership. And if you don't have ownership, you are basically a number. You could be the greatest employee in the world, but if the boss has the choice between cutting you or cutting himself and saving his business, he will cut you. And that's let, me an, let, let me give you all an example about employees. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I'll give you an example of my friend, is, and he knows this is the truth, but this gentleman, and I work at a bank, um, he started as a part-time teller, um, and this was many years ago. Then, and he, this was while he was going to college. 
So he was part-time working. I don't know if he was a full-time, part-time student or whatever. But anyway, he, he obviously did his job well at the part-time level. So they moved him over to part-time on the desk side, opening accounts, you know, and these sort of things. Uh, next thing you know, um, he's got his degree. You know, he becomes full-time, and he's still, you know, on the desk. And then they make him the manager. And then he continues to do well. And at one point in his career, he, he was managing managers in a whole county. Whereas he started as a part-time teller, where now he's managing other managers in a whole county that have multiple tellers and multiple folks that open accounts. And why I say that is because if he had the attitude of, you know, well, you know, I'm just sitting here, I'm just a – because it's also part-time tellers that started with him that are still part-time tellers today. So there was something instilled in him, you know, to – to be the best part-time teller that he could be. And somebody saw that, obviously. Somebody saw that and said, you know what, young man, you deserve a promotion. You deserve a raise. And it kept happening, and it kept happening, and it kept happening, and it kept happening over and over and over again. But it wasn't overnight. And the whole thing about it is that is, is, is his story bad, that he didn't, you know, uh, make it big or he just kind of just nose to the grind and stay focused because somebody instilled in him, like, be the best wherever you are and you will be rewarded for it. And it's, and it's not an overnight thing. True that. No, true that. I agree with you with that, but it's not an it's overnight, not overnight thing. Even if, you, even if you own a good business, it's not an overnight thing. Exactly. Yeah, and, and and look and look and look, Stan. I agree with you, fully a hundred percent. Entrepreneur is the way to go. If you can find a way to not be someone's employee, if you can't, a lot of people can't. They're not in a position to do it. They they just don't know how. But if you can get to that point where you're self-employed and you're making a living and you got something to give to your family, that's fine. But just everybody doesn't have it, and some of us want it and don't have it, and some people need a boss. Some people don't have it. You know, the people where I work, I'm self-employed. But there's people that are self-employed with me that can't do what I do because they can't get up in the morning. They, 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 they don't follow up with their clients. They don't, you know, they don't do what it takes to be successful and get that money every month. Some people need a boss. So what you're saying is good, but it doesn't apply to everybody. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, 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 so again, it would apply more than likely. It would apply to somebody's child if you're the father that figured out a, figured out entrepreneurism. You're a, you're a serial entrepreneur. You know how to you know how to you know how to do entrepreneurism. Then you can handle entrepreneurism. Yeah. So what, what, yeah. So exactly. What, so so listen. So listen. What's your child going to do while you're waiting to fi- figure out this entrepreneurism? Hey, hey Tony, I just I, I just heard you say. Basically, it would be sweet, but everybody don't know how to do it. But if you gotcha. have mentor or somebody as close as a parent that does, you're in a good position to, oh, to learn can. how to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, some of us mentally feel like we know how to do it because there's some people out there that are self-employed. I know people that are self-employed don't make no money, right? But they look like it. They ain't making yeah, no money in real estate. Employees. 
listen, in, in the field you're talking about, in real estate, got rentals, ain't making no money. Flipping properties, and, and, and employees, not making no money. And employees, so you got your whole thing. But while we are trying to get established and we're trying to get to that pot of gold, how, what, what are we telling our kids? Like, I don't, at, at this point, I don't even really understand, like, I, well, there's no disagreement in pushing your children for better. Whether it be going to, whether it be in employment, whether it be in college, what in life period. So I, I, we What's all, in, I think we, it's, we What's all in agreement there, you know. Sure, okay. No, I think you have to push your kid to better. I just do not agree when when they hear parents and say, "Oh, I had it hard, so he's gonna have it hard as hard as me." I'm like, no, you had it hard. You have to teach him. Do not take it for granted. Whatever you have to teach him. And now, of course, not, don't give the money just like that. But he has to get it better than you. You're right. I agree with that, too. Just because you I suffer, don't mean they got it. And everything and the philosophy that we got to, oh, I'm, I made it, so I'm going to make sure my son and daughter gets it harder. No. You made it. You got to teach him how to make it, too. So he becomes better. Listen, and he can teach listen. his son and daughter to make it better. Not but listen, there's harder. a flip side to that coin. But there's a flip side to that coin. And we know rich people, we see them in the news all the time where they're rich and their sons and daughters want to live off of their wealth or just get whatever it is a daddy, and then they get strung out on drugs, they crash cars, they become a minister society. We see it all the time because they didn't have to work for anything that they got. They have no appreciation of how daddy got that money. And that's what it's about. They got to have appreciation of how he got it. So sometimes you got to get out there and you got to grind, just like Warren Buffett said. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give you nothing. That's my money. You go out there and do what you're supposed to do. Once you do what I think you're supposed to do, then I'm gonna bless you, because then I'll know that you can handle success. If you, you, not everybody can handle success. People hit the lottery and get rich and be broke in six months because they don't know what to do with the cash. So there's things that you have to do. You've got to be broke for a while. You've got to know what it's like to be hungry. Then you won't mess it up when you get it. Let's take it back to kind of the, the, the basis of, the, of the, this particular conversation. Uh, uh, somebody has to still get there in order to be able to, 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 to train, to train the, the, the person up, to hand that thing over. There, in my opinion, there had, for that individual to have gotten to that point, more than likely there was, there was intentional imbalance in his life. And and it sounds to me like I guess the ultimate disagreement or, or, or misunderstanding is that maybe it shouldn't be that mis that mis that um that imbalance in the person's life. You know, for that period of time to to establish something that they can pass on. That's that's really the basis of the the, the you know, the disagreement. You know? Yeah. And really the basis, Malcolm, and that's a good point, but the basis is the fact that if you if if you pass on anything, pass on being a good husband and a good father, or to Stan who's not married, we're we're, we're teaching him because we're mentoring him, you know, to hey, how Ronnie, to Do you think that your kids have to see that 100% of the time during your marriage? Have to see what? Have to see what being what you being not not so much a good father because I'm an excellent father probably not the best um, husband because the balance is not there because I got so much focus going on other things and my focus is not 100 percent into my into my 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 family is actually shared between my family and my goals but 
do, so so my question to you is do you think that a person a, a, you know you need to be an example 100% of the time for your kids to you know uh, believe you're a good father or do they have to see that 100% for them to be balanced or would they, you know, do, you, do you think they'll understand that you had to do what you had to do, but now you're back and you're able to that? be there for you? You know, I mean, do they have to see that 100% of the time? Can I get that? Get we, we, are, we, um, we all read the Bible, and we understand about the generational curse, and I think it's four generations. And we understand that boys want to be like their fathers, and whatever he did. If your father rode a motorcycle, you want to ride a motorcycle. If your father played golf, you want to play golf. If your father was a musician, you want to be a musician. If your father was a was whatever it is, a businessman, you want to be a businessman. Nine times, I mean, as little boys. Now, when they get older, they may change and develop their own personalities. So when you think about what you're going to give to your kids is what you're giving now in the early developmental years two, three, four, five. That's what they see you doing. So if they see you being a workaholic, what you're doing is you're feeding into their to their um into their foundation. You feel what I'm saying? So if right now you're saying, I gotta sacrifice, I gotta sacrifice, I gotta sacrifice. That's what they're gonna know. So by the time they get with their kids, they're gonna try to make the same sacrifice and it's gonna be justified because they're gonna say, Well my daddy did it. So I ain't but then how can you say anything that Rodney is doing is wrong? <laughs> I, I never said what Rodney was doing was wrong. We just talking about Rodney. I was trying to talk him out of his flow, like his system. Nobody tried to talk him out of his flow. We telling him <laughs> to have some like fun with your wife. But I mean, his wife is with him. His wife is with him. I'm assuming she's cool with it. We don't know that. We ain't talked to her. <laughs> That's true. We didn't get her side of the story. <laughs> you know, the side of the story that we got from Rodney's wife before, Rodney was wrong. Right there. That's right. That's right. Rodney was dead wrong. She was like, Rodney don't know what he's talking about. Right. Well, Rodney well, is that? all about, it sounds to me like he is all about his immediate family. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And he's present. And you know why? And you know why I'm glad you said that. Because that's how my father was. When we took vacations, we, I mean, it was just us. When we did fun stuff, it was just us. Like, that's how my father was. He was about his nuclear family. And that's how I am. So just like Tony just said, when a little boy is going to want to be like his father, that's why I don't even want to. I'm just like, all right, we got, it's five of us. We got plenty to have fun. I ain't even about nobody else. That's how my father was. When yep. we took family vacations, we didn't invite grandma. I mean, it was rare. It was just me, my mom, my dad, and my brother. That was it. Mm-hmm. And we had fun. Yep. So why did Tony and why you and Dan got something to say to Rodney about <laughs> having fun? <laughs> I said what I said to Rodney was, you listen. What I said to Rodney was. What Rodney feel like is fun, me and Tony will look at it and be like, man, what are you doing? So mm-hmm. our fun is not his fun and vice versa. Why would you so, point that but, out? But because he he came on this conversation complaining about <laughs> he not having enough time to spend with his wife. And his and his son, this is what it sounded like to me, his son was dictating his schedule and whatever he do with the rest of the family or his wife and so on and so forth. So I was only responding 
to what Rodney was saying about his time and how it's limited to what he has to be to what he has to put up when his son's nap time, what he, who his son choose to babysit him, you know, and all these things that his son is choosing for the two adults. That's you know, that's what I got out of. So I was only responding to that. And then and then Tony said he's making it seem like it's fun and he's geeking himself to think that it's fun when it's really not. <laughs> he would really prefer to be doing something else outside of being forced to come home at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock or whatever the time is. 9 o'clock. Oh, Definitely wow, 9 o'clock. Worse. <laughs> but that's why that conversation arose. But you know, but definitely, yeah. but I, I got, whatever. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I got one final question because we're about to take this thing to the wall. <laughs> okay. Never did, never in a million years that I think this topic would take it to the wall, but we took it to the wall. My <laughs> <laughs> final question, fellas, for those of you that are still here, simple question. Is the married men don't talk show fun? Oh, definitely not. Oh yeah, very definitely. educational, very <laughs> educational, and, and fun to know that people think differently than you. Absolutely, it's revitalizing and, to me. Yeah, and at some point we have to get out of our own way and pay attention. And I say that because there's been times where I had my mind made up about certain things, and I know y'all was telling me, now nah, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, and I was like, whatever, I ain't wrong, my house, you know, and it puts with the, and perfect example with the church thing, you know, my wife wanted to go to a different church, I was like, this is our church, we ain't going to we, you know, and I would not budge, and people were telling me, well, you know, if she ain't being spiritually fed, yada, yada, then you know, the house is in the uproar or whatever the case may be. So that was the, I had to get out of my own way and say, okay, well, let me see what she's talking about and let me try to give in. You know, and it's hard for a man to give in. It's hard for us because we think our way is right. You know what I'm saying? But when you're on the phone with other men who are all telling you that your way may not be right, sometimes we got to listen. And that's what I had to learn from this call. I had to listen to actually what you guys were saying. And I didn't get it at first. But after a while, it sunk in. I was like, all right, let me try it. So, yeah, it's fun when you can sit down and apply it to your marriage and pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's good words. So, fellas, if you ever feel like your marriage is missing something, I just say let the fun begin. Do something fun. Have fun in your marriage. Um. That's it, man. We got 60 seconds. What's next week's topic, man? What's next week's topic, Tony? What you got? I don't know, man. I ain't got nothing. (laughs) I need some help. Let me know. Vacation. It's going to be vacation. That's the topic. (laughs) Oh, man. I gave it to you tonight. Fun. Fun vacation. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Um, But, yeah, let me know. it, it, I'm sure it'll come to you. But, yeah, we'll be here next week. We appreciate all of y'all, man. And um, that's it. Fun. It, it was wow. fun. Malcolm, good words, man. And uh, good words, y'all enjoy Malcolm. your vacation, man. Y'all y'all keep doing the date nights and all that good stuff. But um, we will holler at y'all next week. Later on. All right. Thank you. Yeah.